because we accept the vow of poverty of being podcasters. And so have the douchebags who are up next live on the No Agenda stream. The Battle of the Douchebags, part six. Who knew? <laughs> there were five proceeding. It's Sir Seatsitter, Booberry, Lavish, and Charlie Robinson. They will be live there. putting another eight douchebags head-to-head for you. Our contestants today are Harriet Tubman versus Rosa Parks. No, I got the wrong list. Hang on. Uh, <laughs> That's next week. Next week. Next week. That's the yeah. cage match with the chairs. Oh, it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's going to be Sean Penn, Brian Johnson, Trisha Paytas, Joy Reed, Joy Behar, Trevor Noah, Robert De Niro, and Steven Seagal. Matched up. Well, the douches. What you can do? So you can, who's doing the polls? Is it uh, Lavish or Boo? Are you doing the polls today? I got them queued up, ready to rock and roll. Boobs is doing them. Yep. Well, in that case, follow Booberry at NoJendaSocial.com. Boo Booberry Moth, right? Booberry Moth. Why'd you have Boo to put an underscore? underscore? I don't know. Boo <laughs> underscore Berry Mothman at NoJendaSocial.com. That's the one. <laughs> You can vote on every matchup by following that what he just said at noagendasocial.com. Make sure you give him a follow, vote in each round, and call the number during each vote, 865-465-6271. Once again, that's 865-465-6271 to weigh in on each matchup. It's going to be great. It's going to be grand. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And joining yes, us uh, yes. for the first time is podcaster and author Charlie Robinson, author of uh, The Octopus of Global Control and Hippocrazy. Or as Midnight What's Mike going on? Hippocrazy. He says it's about it's a story about angry hippos. Yes. Hungry. Uh, you don't <laughs> you don't want to fuck with angry hungry hippos. No, no those are murderers. Yeah. <laughs> Cold blooded uh, killers. Turn your head into a watermelon. Mm-hmm. Ask. Thanks for joining us, Charlie. It's good to have you here. Well, thanks for having me. I'm excited. I feel like I've got two reprehensible scumbag horses on my team (laughs) that, uh, I mean, if they don't win this, and by win, I mean, you know, prove to be be the worst human beings on the planet, um, they still suck, regardless. (laughs) Yes, I, 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 I cannot stand Sean Penn and Steven Seagal. May or may not have AIDS. I pledge before my <laughs> heavenly Father that I I, 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 that I will resist them every way I can. These people are the literal demon spawn of the pit of hell. Yes, they are. And of course, Lavish and Booberry of Behind the Schemes, hosted every Monday night, joining us as usual. Yo, <laughs> what up? How's it going? I don't know, Charlie. I'm sitting on some pretty, uh, some pretty gnarly sleeper hits, if you know what I'm saying. You are going to get down on your hands and knees. Absolutely incredible. Oh, yeah? Well, my guys are douchey, too. They're, they're big <laughs> douchey douchebags as well, you know? So, hey, no way to know that. Oh, well, I, I, got a, I, got a, I got a raging, I got a raging douchebag here. 
I I brought two women, which automatically gives them an unfair advantage just based on the fact that they aren't men. So, <laughs> so I think I'm looking pretty good. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> I think Sean so Penn might be transitioning though. Sean, oh, Sean yeah. Penn might get credited as a woman. Steven Seagal oh, thought... is credited as a Mongolian man. Apparently, at this point, he has changed races. But Sean Penn might change genders. To man? <laughs> to a man. Oh, I, I would yeah, literally brother. not be able to finish my dinner if, some, if somebody walked over and talked to me that looked like these two guys. I've got oh, uh, shit. I've got a couple people I need to thank right off the bat. Of course, Sir Bimrose for allowing us this platform. Thank you, sir. You will probably caught Good him dog. on the last battle of douchebags with Fletcher. Where Bimrose actually won with Jay fucking Inslee. Jay That's fucking right. Inslee. Yes. So we'll have to drag Governor him back Hill. in here for the uh, ninth episode when we put the first eight winners head to head. That'll be fun. That that'll be a big matchup. Yep, be I know. Uh, douche off. Cretchen will have to come back with Bill Gates, and uh, I'm not sure. I think those are the only two guests who've had a, we've had a winner yet. I might be wrong on that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the day is not over yet. It's true. Yep, that's <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> And uh, yeah, and then, in the house, baby. Also, big shout out to Nestworks. If you've seen any of the tweets or toots or Instagram posts about uh, the upcoming battle and the last couple episodes, that was all ne- Nestworks wizardry with the uh, the art for that fantastic stuff. He even did a Steven Seagal movie poster specifically for this one. <laughs> Very good. So thank you, Nestworks. So good. Yes. And uh, I got to thank Sir Vito, who actually donated for the last Battle of Douchebags, but I didn't, I didn't formally thank him on the show. So he will be credited as an executive producer. He gave me, uh, he, g- he gave us uh, forty bucks. So thank you, oh, Sir nice. Vito. And yeah. uh, an anonymous donor, at least I'm calling them anonymous. I can read their initials. DC donated fifty dollars or fifty-four dollars, actually. Oh um, shit! So if you wanted a note read or wanted to reach out to me, I didn't know how to get back a hold of you. But thank you for the. Donation of 54. Very much. Mm. And if uh, you had anything okay. to say or anything you wanted me to do, dance around or whatever, just let me know. Shoot, me an email. Shoot us an email. Abs in a six pack. A-B-S-N-A, the number six, P-A-C-K, at ProtonMail.com. I'll get right on that and correct the uh, correct that uh, problem. But yeah. Record? That's the record and the problem. Hmm. I can uh, I can play this for him. There, that's how you make the money. That is how you make the money. That's where you make the money. Oh, money, 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 <laughs> money, money, money. But yeah, thank you, all, money, thank money, you money. to uh, all four of those lovely gentlemen for everything they've done, and thank you three for being here. With that, with that, no, uh, you. With that being said, should we just go ahead and get right into the first uh, battle royale? Hell yeah, let's do it. First round. First round, it's going to be Ryan Johnson versus Joy motherfucking Reed. No. Uh, getting ready to do the coin toss here, and it looks like Joy Reed, you're playing first. Okay. All right. Joy Reed. Now, um, those of you who do not know who Joy Reed is, uh, she is a host and polit- some would even say journalist, but I wouldn't go that far. She is a talking head on MSNBC. Uh, she's been there for quite a while. She's notorious for having bad takes and being an all-around Al Sharpton-level race baiter. Um, so I'll just go ahead and jump into my first clip from her. 
this is uh, at times a little bit sped up to fit into the three-minute mark. This is straight from the MSNBC YouTube page. This is Joy Reid warns of a future Halloween. Okay, now here is where I normally... Oh, let me crank that back up, sorry. Whoop. Okay, now here is where I normally read somebody for filth in what we lovingly call the absolute worst. But since it's nearly Halloween, let's change it to... The absolute scariest. <laughs> and do so what you're, not, what you're not seeing there is the camera smash cuts and all of a sudden she's in like a Halloween outfit and there's cobwebs and like shit all around her off the, like so one of these two had to be pre-recorded either the part before that or the halloween bit <laughs> and it's smash cuts and all of a sudden it's like a spooky set and she's her hair's all spooky and everything's spooky scariest i don't know <laughs> sorry what this sounds a little bit like a turn on <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> and do you want to know the substance of my spooky nightmares come closer Closer. Closer. It's not ghosts or goblins or things that go boo. It's what America could look like in January 2025. Just picture it. An even older, weirder Donald Trump. Buoyed by Republicans in red states who game the voting system, Texas style, in states like Florida, Georgia, Arizona, and more, so that they decide who wins no matter what the voters do, decided that he he had enough guarantees of victory to run for president again. And just as happened in 2020, he loses. Because he's a loser, and most young people and people of color can't stand him. But it doesn't matter, because Republicans have put their own people in place in state election boards, and they have enough governors to reject Joe Biden's electors this time, and so Trump returns to office. But this time, he's unconstrained, because there are no more American Democratic elections. <laughs> With his own little puppet, Puppet Kevin, as speaker, whom he can dangle and fling to his delight. And his cruel, wicked henchman, Grim Reaper Mitch McConnell, back in charge in the Senate. Each man more desperate to curry Trump's favor than ever before. And his hooligans, firmly in control of the Republican Party nationwide, there is no stopping him. Having returned to power after the Republican-rigged 2022 midterms, McConnell refused to allow President Biden to name anyone to the Supreme Court. So now, they get to make it 7-2 to two for the far right if one of the current members becomes a ghostly incarnation. With Roe versus Wade already long gone, women have no rights over their own bodies. And the bounties are flowing. The right to vote, gone. Americans have but one choice, Republicans. Migrant children, back in cages. COVID-19, running freely throughout the population, killing at will, while Trump's new vice president, Ron DeSantis, laughs gleefully as he counts his Regeneron stock. But America's new president for life doesn't laugh, oh no. Denied power and Twitter for so long, he is on a rampage, using the IRS to attack his enemies and to punish and seize control of social media companies to make them his own personal mouthpiece and to give his children corporate jobs. Sorry, Getter, you're just too weird to be included. And if you think it's racist and fascist out here now, oh, just wait till all of Trump's monsters are unleashed. Picture the Proud Boys and the Three Percenters and the Boogaloo Boys with real power. Trump's own personal militia, racist sheriffs and police, free to commit untold violence against anyone they please, all in the name of Trump. The land ravaged, plowed for every drop of oil and coal till it all just burns. If you're LGBT, especially T, be afraid. Your rights are on the knife's edge. Be quiet. Shh. Perhaps they won't see you if you hide. Books banned or burned. Only the extolling of white heroes will be allowed. Hide your Toni Morrison, hide your W.E.B. Du Bois, hide your 1619 Project if you want them to survive. Because America won't be America anymore. It will be theirs.
Unbelievable. <laughs> well, what'd you think of that? <laughs> Picture the Boogaloo Boys. Oh, ah! no. <laughs> that's, uh, I think that's all the really I need. I don't even need to really comment on that anymore. Just take that as it is. That's my first Joy Reid clip. I like the speeding up part. I think that that just put it even more into frame of just like How? just going on and on. <laughs> like, I had to get the that's thing. How so I hear much. That was the entirety of the video, so I had to get yeah, it, exactly uh, in there. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. how I wish I heard Joe read my head <laughs> a little bit faster. Where the what the what freaking dimension is this little creature from? All right, Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. Uh, all right, so for anybody who doesn't know, Ryan Johnson uh, is a director and writer and movie filmmaker. Uh, he is considered the man who made probably the worst Star Wars movie of all of the Star Wars movies, <laughs> The Last Jedi, and uh, is considered with just basically bringing wokeness to the Star Wars franchise in a very big way. Uh, you know, just a Hollywood guy, you know. Um but he, I don't know, he, he's just got a weird personality. He's kind of a, he's, he's a strange guy. He, uh, did you know that before he even started writing The Last Jedi, he already had the title in his head? He didn't need to know what the story was going to be. He just already had the, he had it all, he had it all figured out from the start. Okay. He knew that, you know, the, it, there was going to be some Jedi that was going to be the last one somewhere in the film. He didn't have to know exactly who yet. What a genius. <laughs> yeah. It's easy, man. It's easy to direct Hollywood these days. Preconceived <laughs> genius. <laughs> Sir Bemrose says there's heavy competition for the shittiest Star Wars movie. Yeah, there was until he made this one. <laughs> All right. So <clears throat> please play uh, Ryan 3 title. All right. I remember my dad brought home like the first. Of oh, God. Is this him talking? Oh, yeah, of course. Well, he sounds exactly how I expected. I remember my oh, dad yeah, no, brought home, like, the first video camera we ever got when I was, like, in third grade. And it was the old type where um, you had to plug it into a VCR. It wasn't even a camcorder. And I picked that thing up by the top handle and held it down by my knees and ran it through the space between the coffee table and the couch. And I played it back, and I said, God damn, that looks just like the trench run in Star Wars. <laughs> and, I, and I was hooked. Uh, the Last Jedi. How early on did you have that title? How close did it come to being something? <laughs> Is he interviewing else? himself. Yeah, that was. The, I had that title from the word <laughs> go really before I even started typing the script. When I was still coming up with the story, for some reason that title just seemed really, really right to me, and and it never changed. And it, it felt so right to me that I was constantly petrified that it was either going to leak online or somebody was going to guess it because I actually thought it was a pretty obvious title. So um, it would, here's a secret. There's, there's like, they, it, there's somebody at Disney and Lucasfilm who like monitors for leaks on potential leaks online. So anytime like an email would pop up with someone from that department, I would hold my breath and click it and just, please don't have guessed the title. Don't have the title. And then it would have been, oh, thank God. I mean, there's, there's like... What were the t- fake titles that were coming out? People, it was like, you know, there was the Legends of the Jedi Temple or something was like a front runner. And I was like, we got a better title than that. This is going to be good. 
Well, there was like Reddit threads, which were like pretty much like a computer algorithm, like running through possible every titles. possible combination. Yeah. <laughs> There's only so many, right? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, <laughs> I hate this planning. Take me away from here. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> uh, I mean, that explains the guys a lot of this. So funny. <laughs> just like a nose ring film student. Uh, very strange. And then the Reddit has to come up. Of course. We had a V we had a VCR camera, like it wasn't even a camcorder. It was like one that you had to plug into the VCR. It didn't even run on electricity, it ran on steam, and you had to bring it and the other Yeah. This guy is a douchebag. So that's why he's here on the Battle of the Douchebag <laughs> Six. And uh, I think that's all, that's the only case I think I need to make thus far for this guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. I'm personally <laughs> offended by this guy, too. We, never gonna we, agree we're with both you. driving me crazy. We're both about the same age. We both went to USC, graduated about the same time. I feel a connection to this guy, and I hate it. <laughs> oh, You're no. ashamed. This is I'm, your uh, fault. Of course. We both, hey, listen, man, we both sat in that George Lucas theater taking Cinema 190 classes. You have to mm. sit in that theater and then go on to write the worst Star Wars movie ever, and, you're, and, you, can, and you haven't committed ritual suicide? What does it matter with you? <laughs> He's you. proud of it. He's proud of it. Hey, he's, he's very proud of expectations in that film. Yeah. Everybody hates it. He didn't no, want to man. make a film for everyone, man. He wanted to make a film for no one. Make a film for everyone next time. <laughs> shall we? Uh, shall we make a poll for everyone? Yes. Yes. All right. Polls are live. Everybody, you got five minutes. Get your ass over to No Agenda Social and uh, get your votes in. I'll have a link here in the chats for the trollroom.io. Go over there. You don't even need. Well, I guess you do need to get voice for the No Agenda uh, Troll Room channel. Follow Boo or you got podtart.com. Yeah. Get in there in the boat, people. Come on. Yep, yep. And uh, we'll post it in the chat as well right on IRC so that anybody who's got that going on can vote oh, there. I suppose I should get Open phone chat. lines, too. Oh, yes. Let's, yeah, let's lines. open those phone lines. Yeah. Uh, go yeah. ahead and give us a call. 865-465-6271. Weigh in. What you thinking? What you liking? What you doing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What, what are, are you wearing? wearing? What are you yeah. wearing? Joy Reid wants to know. <laughs> Ryan Johnson would want to know if he wasn't asexual. Give us a call at 865-465-6271. Caller, you're on the air. Battle of Douchebags, part six. How you doing? What you thinking? Uh, yeah, I think the Star Wars guy. He's, uh, yeah. <laughs> you guys were talking about USC Film School. I wonder if he if he talks about that and then USC film schools like, um, could you not mention that you didn't that you, that you went here ever? <laughs> yeah. Or worse, they've got his picture up in the hallway. Ryan Johnson went here. Wow. Oh God. <laughs> it's the it's Ryan Johnson like theater. Paint crap all over it. Like yeah. Gum. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Johnson kind of strikes me as the type of dude that's going to go the way that uh, Howard's um, Hughes went, where Howard Hughes would sit in his underwear in a bathrobe for months at a time in a theater watching his own movies on repeat, oh. drinking nothing but milk. Oh, God, nothing but milk. Yeah. 
the hell's that about? <laughs> Concussions, man. It's good milk. for your bones, Sir Seed Sitter. <laughs> Bring me the milk. Milk. That's <laughs> the good stuff. And then you'd use those jars as pee jars. It's a self-sustaining yeah. system. Yep. Yeah. The circle, circle of life. Of life. Jesus. <laughs> he was his own biosphere. Didn't, Kill him, didn't, didn't Ryan Johnson direct Biosphere? Biodome. Who was the first person? The other Ryan Johnson classic, Biodome, with Polly Shore. The last douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the first person you guys had? Oh, Joy Reid. Joy Reid. Oh, 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 that's a tough customer there, too. She's quite a douchebag. Huh. That's a tough call huh. now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Huh. That's Did so you... cut and dry, is it, caller? Yeah. No, no, it's not so easy now. <laughs> not so easy now, motherfuckers. <laughs> Joyless Reed. No Joy Reed. Joyless. No Reed. Joy Reed. Uh, uh, <laughs> she has. I well, they haven't played many clips from her lately on No Agenda, but I know for a while there was a string of just like cringeworthy, nasty ugh, clips. There's, uh, oh. yeah, there's some, cla- I mean, she has some classics, but, uh, I don't know. I mean, there's some real famous ones too, where she's like her vaccine stuff, which <laughs> I didn't clip any of it. So a lot of that's pretty, pretty bit off the rails, unhinged. Was that your, I feel like she's bring to the table there. Sir her Joy Reed. Yeah. I brought her, I brought a bundle of joy. So I have joy Behar and joy Reed. A bundle of joy. Yeah, brought, read those to you. Star Wars guy. Kind of brings Glad a whole new meaning to these clips. You're reading something okay. real bad. Here, let me read this to you. Actually, her show is called The Readout, so, but it's spelled... We uh, are we are one minute out from the polls closing, everybody. One minute out. Oh, boy. <clears throat> Joy Reid looks know, like Maxine Waters inflated. And Maxine Waters looks like James Brown. I don't do true. James like that. The most successful <laughs> non douchebag ever been on our show. <laughs> oh boy. Is it going to be Ryan Johnson, a Star Wars douchebag? Or is it going to be Joey Reed, t- TV personality oh. douchebag? About 20 seconds out. Oh my god, can you feel it? I can feel it. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. We're already oh. coming in strong. I can already. It's Ryan Johnson's finger up my butt. (laughs) Oh my goodness. He'd be thrilled. uh, That's it. Polls are posted. Survey says. It's Joy Reid with 78% of the vote. 36 people coming in. Damn. Knocked him. Knocked him. Nice one, Joy. Douchebag. That was kind of a more of a blowout than I expected. People really don't like Joy Reid. <laughs> oh, people hate <laughs> Just Joy walk away, and there will be an end to the horror. Well, Ryan Johnson, Is that Joy you know. <laughs> What, basically? Pretty certain uh, it was. <laughs> humongous Joy. <laughs> oh, God. Joy is some impersonation. Joy-mongous. Well, Joy Mungus. Caller. 
Caller, you're on oh air. Just so you know, don't say naughty things like that. Hello. <laughs> All right, caller. Thank you for calling in and weighing in. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Keep up the good work, guys. Everybody knows that that. Any, I mean. Thank you, caller. Uh, All right. Does well, know that that he. he that what? <laughs> no, yeah, everybody that, knows. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah everybody yeah, knows yeah, that. Everyone uh, knows that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone. Exactly. Uh, Ryan Johnson is too specific, that that man. Any, I mean, uh, okay. Ryan Johnson is a uh, is a uh, you know he's he's a little too. But I got one more clip though, and then yes, we'll, we'll get play it. Play out clip. Okay. Uh, did you know that he's not allowed? Bad guys in his movie aren't allowed to uh, endorse a certain product. And this is this is the corporation itself that makes this rule. Okay, if you're a bad guy, you can't use a certain product. Please play Ryan One Bad Guys. Can we guess what the product is beforehand? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um. KY. <laughs> KY Jelly Lubricant. Correct. Maybe. I was I was gonna go for something a little more traditional, like um, Coca Cola products. Mm. No, I think everyone can use Coke. Yingling, the beer. <laughs> no, this is a consumer product. All right. Oh, okay. Let's, let's try it. Let's see what it is. Oh, boy. This frame is actually a good example of one thing I tried to do a lot, which is you can see there's kind of a triangular shape to it in terms of Jamie here in the center, uh, Michael on the left, and then Don on the right with Ransom in the background. But it creates, it gives the frame depth, and there's all but always several layers of people to look at in the scene at any given time. Also, a little shout-out to the props department and know that any time a clock or a phone is is in set somebody has paid very close attention to the time and has made sure has like asked me what time it's supposed to be in the actual scene uh, the will reading we said is going to be like at 10 30 or 11 or something and so it made sense that at this moment in the story it was 10 15 in the morning thank you props also another funny thing i don't know if i should say this or not <laughs> <laughs> not because it's like lascivious or something, but because it's going to screw me on the next mystery movie that I write. But forget, I'll say it. it's very interesting. Apple, they let you use iPhones in movies, but and this is very pivotal if you're ever watching a mystery movie. Bad guys cannot have iPhones on camera. So, oh, no! Every single filmmaker who has a bad guy in their movie that's supposed to be a secret wants to murder me right now. So, how how does Apple have the authority to make that happen, or is it just they won't allow product placement in? They won't pay for product placement in their movies if the bad guy has the iPhone. That's what I think it is. Okay, that's crazy though. Or if if you want to use it, even if it isn't product placement, but you have to ask Apple Apple's permission to have an iPhone in there, and they'll say no if the bad guy uses an iPhone. That's this gives me an an idea for a story <laughs> where you take like an axe handle and then you crack an iPhone in half and you gaff tape it to the end of the handle and then this guy's running around murdering people with an iPhone that's been cracked in half. <laughs> I'm gonna be watching every movie now and like looking for the bad guy having an Android phone. Mm. That's crazy. Just so you know, a little behind the scenes in the in the Hollywood world. Well. All right, Ryan that's for Johnson Ryan Justin. Could make it, but uh, 
I, well, what I, else is new? He, he deserved. He, I, I think. <laughs> I think he deserved. Uh, he deserved a little more punishment than that. Uh, quite frankly, but Joy Reid was a tough customer. Don't worry, punishment awaits him in hell. <laughs> Damn. All right, we were round one here. Round one. Uh, so round two brings us. I gotta bring the list back up. It was Trisha Paytas versus Sean Penn. And uh, I went to Gal for the coin flip, and it looks like Sean Penn's up first. Challengers approach. All right, Charlie, that's you. Sean Penn. Um, Sean Penn once hit Madonna in the head with a baseball bat in 1987. (laughs) Not, not, not that we haven't all secretly wanted to as well. Pretty badass, honestly. He took the initiative. And and that is uh, that's on brand with him. He has been <laughs> accused of assaulting film extras. He was arrested for attempted murder in Macau in 1986 when filming Shanghai Surprise by hanging a paparazzi off a ninth floor balcony. Jesus Shug Christ! Style. Nice. He's an unhinged maniac who has a very high opinion of himself, but a really low IQ. He's the best kind of douchebag. He doesn't re- realize that he is one. It's great. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I didn't know any of that. It's a worm. Is any of this on video? He threatened to no, melt his. He threatened to melt his Oscar down if Zelensky wasn't invited to the Oscars too. <laughs> I bet oh, he didn't. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Jesus. <laughs> so. Wow. Cool. More like Sean cool, Pander. <laughs> The world's a better exactly. place with the Penske in there. Sir <laughs> 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 Bimrose, who hasn't wanted to hit Madonna with a bat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. A... Uh, he also held her hostage for eight hours, too. Damn, that's like some Rick James shit. Did he have a hot yeah, crack pipe? Well, it wasn't hot after the eight hours. He was hot. They arrested his ass for that. Um, and then she filed for divorce, and then he tried to sue a reporter who brought it up years later, even though it was entirely true. <laughs> I, I didn't even realize they were married. Yeah. That kind of makes it less random. I was, I was just thinking he randomly, like, tracked Madonna down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stalked her home. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, hey, you know who I am? Literally. Uh. <laughs> Captain Oblivious says Madonna Pinata. Madonnata. <laughs> I said Madonna Pinata. This sounds like. Nice one. Is Madonna a robot? <laughs> Basically. I mean, she is now. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <laughs> like a virgin. God. <laughs> okay. Wow! Incredible. All right. So, uh, which which of these did you did you just want to start with uh, in chronological order here of these Sean Penn clips? Yes. Yes. Set please. Him up. You want to you set, him, set up him up? Pri- well, let's see. Let's go. One uh, A um, is because uh, one A through one D are all come out right at three minutes. So, if you want to do those in order, the first one's that uh, Joe Rogan story. The first one is Rogan. The next one is is Sean Penn's Oscar acceptance speech, and then the last two are the South Park guys talking about him. All right. Well, yeah, we'll uh, 
We'll start with this uh, first one. Look, look, here's a perfect example. Sean Penn is a brilliant actor. He's very good at that. Is he? Most likely because Sean Penn is fucking crazy, okay? <laughs> and Chris Rock was hosting the Academy Awards once, and he was making fun of uh, Jude Law, about how Jude Law's and everything. God damn, can I see a movie without Jude Law? It was pretty funny. It was just joking. It's a subject because Jude Law is very prolific, and right. he's excellent, so he's used in a lot of movies. So fucking Sean Penn takes the microphone afterwards and says, Jude Law is in all these movies because he's an amazing actor. I'm like, okay, I want to beat you to death. I want to beat you to death for, for, for getting literal about a fucking Chris Rock joke about a prolific actor. Jesus Christ. You fucking pretentious cocksucker. Did you really say that? <laughs> Did you have friends at all? Do you have anybody that busts your balls? Do you, no, they take themselves so goddamn seriously in the redonkulous award show where everybody wears a monkey suit. You were, oh, we're all going to agree to wear the same stupid outfit that we never wear if we're being comfortable and real? Yeah, why don't you put a bow tie on, you cunt? <laughs> uh, this, this, uh, then this next clip uh, you got here, Charlie, is... Sean Penn, uh, his Oscar acceptance speech. It's every bit as awful as you would expect it to be. <laughs> and the Oscar goes to Sean Penn, Mr. Goodness. This is the first Academy Award and fourth nomination for Sean Penn. He was previously nominated for his leading performances in I Am Sam, Sweet and Low Down, and Dead Man Walking. Thank you. Um, if, if there's one thing that actors know, uh, other than that there weren't any WMDs, um... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Total cricket. Oh. Oh my god. Because <laughs> only actors know that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that was 2005, I think. Very high opinion of himself. Yeah. Jesus. And uh, that is likely what inspired uh, this clip of Sean Penn in the movie Team America World Police. Last year, I went to Iraq. Before Team America showed up, it was a happy place. They had flowery meadows and rainbow skies and, and rivers made of chocolate where the children danced and laughed and played with gumdrop smiles. <laughs> An impeccable right, Sean Gary. Penn impression there. Suck my cock, Gary. <laughs> Actors. <laughs> and now they ask the boys, um, Trey and Matt, about their experience with Sean Penn. Has any of them ever said anything to you? The only one that really did was Sean Penn. Who really? took the time to like write a letter <laughs> he was after Team one, America. Right. He was that pissed off that he mm -hmm. took time after Team America to actually write us a letter. 
I, I mean, he, the only way he could have been that pissed is just because he was in the movie and we made fun of him. Yeah, we made a pop and the bit, but it was so crazy was that in the movie, the big thing we were making fun of him for was being like, I've been to Iraq and, you know, don't, I can, you know, I, you don't know what you're talking about. I've been there and I, you know, and so, and he writes in the letter, like, I've been to Iraq and if you wanted to, you and we'd already <laughs> shot it. he hadn't even seen the movie, he'd only heard yeah, that, only that we ripped on him and he saw the trailer. This movie could actually make it so that, and, and we're like, it's a puppet movie, dude. We're not trying to sway anyone's, like, we're not trying to sway any elections. <laughs> And, you know, like, like you are. You know what I mean? And so. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to Iraq. <laughs> uh, I do love the. I think a lot of self-awareness there. That's, a, that's what I was going to say. It's imperative to have no self-awareness, you know, to not even. To, to, if you're going to write the letter to the producers and directors of the film, it's important that you not watch the film too, you know, just so that you're <laughs> as intellectually dishonest as possible. Of course, Sean Penn <laughs> didn't watch the movie, wrote them a letter anyway, saying the exact same lines that were in the movie, then mocking him because he's <laughs> Sean fucking Penn. Really? Uh, That's about it. And they ripped on it. So many famous people in that movie. And I think they're being genuine when they say that Sean Penn is the only one out of all of them who actually bitched to them about it. Skeet yeah. Ulrich was <laughs> depicted being a, a painting above Satan's bed. Right? Wasn't... <laughs> I mean, if anyone would have a right to a gripe, but you got to go Matt Damon? Matt Did you genuinely like, ruin Matt Damon's life with that movie? <laughs> uh, Charlie, did you say Skeet Ulrich? I think so. Yeah, wasn't he the guy? Yeah, that, we. Uh, they... Yeah, actor. Uh, fun fact: We went to the same school. We're both alumni. <laughs> no way! <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, yeah. they had some That's fun right. with him in the South in the South Park movie. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> all the people in hell. Walter Matthau's in there, just like chilling in hell. So, I mean, they, just random people. They had the 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 one that really got like <clears throat> that pissed off the family of who they made fun of was like two weeks after Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter, died. Like Satan's having a sweet sixteen party in hell, and uh, Steve Irwin's like, there's a, it's like you know Steve Irwin with a stingray through his chest. Satan's all <laughs> mad. He's like, come God. on, man, don't you think that's just a little too soon? He's like. No, Satan, it's me, Steve Irwin. <laughs> Dead. Jeez. <laughs> the, Steve Irwin's family uh, was very vocally upset about that. Uh, you know, it, it is funny. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Well, that's. Uh, uh, do you have any more comments on uh, Sean Penn? Because that was the end of the round one. Clip. No, I do not have any more comments. I've been to Iraq. No more comments. No more comments. All right, that's uh, time for TP. Mmm, TP. Yeah, 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 yeah. What a cool fighter! Just walk away, and there will be an end to the horror. Trisha Paytas, acclaimed YouTube star, world famous TikToker, backup dancer to the stars like Eminem. Uh, she was featured on the. She was like the first or second episode of My Strange Addiction when she was a. Uh, showcase with her uh sun suntan bed addiction <clears throat> she was orange i mean like orange orange like i got an oj button here on my soundboard <laughs> that's orange and she was about this orange 
Um, <laughs> I well, you know, let's uh, let's actually let's bring Trisha in. Trisha, hey, how's it going? Hi, hi. Hey. Arigato, little fishies. Oh, oh, arigato, little fishies. Um, well, she was saying what she was trying to say hello, but she accidentally said thank you, little fishies. Uh, she she sometimes. <laughs> It gets a little wacky with the type of stuff. Like, tell us a little more about yourself, Trisha. But I like to think I'm Asian. And not only that, I have a samurai sword, which proves that I love the samurai Japanese. Sword. Oh, she loves the Japanese. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, how are you feeling today? I woke up this morning feeling like a chicken nugget. Oh, shit. Um, well, maybe some music can, can help cheer you up. Is there any sort of... Uh, like female rock artists that you're really into, like maybe Avril Lavigne. To be honest, I thought Avril Lavigne was dead. I'm just saying, like. Oh shit! Well, <laughs> she's not. Uh, people do claim that she's a clone, though. Funny enough. Um, how about your sexual preferences? So in my head, I feel like I'm a transgender female to male, but also like a drag queen. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, do you have any hobbies? I'm a literal podcaster. Oh, very cool. Yeah, that's right. She was uh she had a podcast with the very first champion of the Battle of the Douchebags, the one and only Ethan Klein of H3H3 Productions. They had a show you. together called Frenemies. Let me pause you right there. Mary Kate Ultra says funny that she's in-laws with Ethan Klein now. Is that what's who she married? How are they in-laws? Do you know anything about that? Trisha Paytas married the brother of Ela Klein. His name is uh Moses. Wow, I did not know this. Yep. So Trisha Paytas horrible podcast. Uh, this is all throughout, all wow. throughout. Yeah, it turns out there's a lot of like family bickering. I got some some demonstrations. We uh we may or may not get to depending on I I got I got a little overstuffed on clips because I want to be able to maneuver around with Trisha. I mean, she's a uh, I think she's a real force to be we uh, reckoned with. <laughs> if uh, if you ask me. Um, I think, uh, probably the, to really kick us off, I'm going to display just how much cultural relevance Trisha can display and just how informed she is about various, uh, religions and people of the world. It's, it's, uh, she's, she's just so educated on the subject matter. This is Trisha Paytas with her Jewish fetish. How Trisha like loves Jewish people. I think it's cool when people like this culture. And recently, I've gotten under criticism of people saying it's fetishizing if you like a certain like. But that's religion. just like the internet. Not right? yours doesn't read that way. I love Jewish people. <laughs> Don't you find it odd to say I love Jewish people just mm -hmm. as a general statement? But I just love them. They're so different. You guys have such like traditions, you know, like let's fast in September. Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know that you like him <laughs> as a person. I think you just fetishize him. I always ask him that too. I'm like, I wonder if I just like like the idea of you. You say like, that new. to him? Yeah, like he's like, I don't know if it's like he's just different and new and like a toy so I'm that's like, well, this what is it fun. is i worry about moses because i feel like he's just a prop in your video <laughs> and this whole thing is just fetishizing oh i don't know do you ever know i just like to fetishize anybody israeli now <laughs> but i love flexing that he's an israeli jewish person that's not a flex i mean it's, it's just not. a it's just a fact of his you know how many jewish people are like so enthralled with israeli jewish people they're like wow you're from the land it's very cool people love jews now it's super trendy Stop. i get jewish on me every night you know what i'm saying Stop. <laughs> 
Inseminated with Jewish. Stop. It's disgusting. Ani Rosazain. Wait, did you just say you like his dick? I want his dick. Gross. It's uh, the American Jews that get angry, which aren't real Jews. You're like, what? It's like, calm down. You're from Ventura, California. <laughs> like, you know, you don't know the no. struggle. He's Israeli. They were slaves in Egypt. Like, he wasn't a slave. His ancestors were. Your ancestors weren't. Wait, are you Jewish, Dan? <laughs> Wait, which half? Your mom or dad? My dad. Which Fake. Jason is it. half a Jew. Dude, you got to stop the Jewish gatekeeping. First of all, he tricked me. I thought he was a full Jew. And then he's like, I actually, well, my mom's only Jewish. I'm like, ah. Yeah, that's full Jew. Okay, but his dad's like Catholic. I so want. You, you want a Jewish purity. I need, yeah. That's what I'm trying to get. You got to stop, bro. Ah, the official language of the Jews is Hebrew, not Yiddish. Yiddish this is like words. a fake language. The Jews did not speak Yiddish. You are f so fucking full of shit. You know who smoked Yiddish? All the fucking Jews before they were mass murdered in Germany. Can I? to say i've been asking moses to let me wear a hijab and he won't let me he has a couple scarves and he he won't let me wear it out in public wait why do you want to wear a hijab we watch 90 day fiance i want to wear that it looks so cool and he's like no you can't wear it and i was like why uh, i'm gonna pause well, it you're there. jewish right <laughs> and take us into a snapshot of a conversation uh that ethan and uh trisha had on their podcast frenemies uh what was the alliance between italy japan and germany during world war ii called so it was called the Axis Powers. That's correct. Wow. Uh, the the Holocaust. The fuck? <laughs> I low-key got really sad about the Holocaust this weekend. Moses explained to me what actually happened, and I, like, started crying. You just found out about the Holocaust? I had no idea. That they, like, <laughs> tricked them into going to showers and, like, millions of them that way. Have you seen Schindler's List? No. You should watch that. <laughs> I feel like I got, I got really sad when he said that because we were watching the producers and they had like springtime for Hitler and I was like, oh, that's cute. And then he was like telling me, I'm like, well, what did Hitler do? That was so bad. Oh my God. And then he told me. I have to beat you. I have to beat you. <laughs> I can't lose to you. It made me cry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm empathetic. Like I'm not like making a joke. Like I was like, oh, no, I just so think, sad. I just thought, I just think you're, I can't lose. <laughs> Everything is tied up in this. Just go ahead. You didn't know. You just literally asked me what did Hitler do that was so bad. I didn't know, really, but it's good to know and be educated. So, Trisha Paytas, everybody. Oh, you're Jewish, right? <laughs> I, I mean, Jesus Christ, I had no idea. That was that four point nine eight million subscribers on the YouTube's. How many does she have on OnlyFans? I know she has one. I don't know, but she has been described as the uh, the thick Pamela Anderson, and I have to give a shout out to the keeper who helped me uh, produce a lot of these clips. We were uh, both going in ham <laughs> trying to find this uh, these gems. <laughs> nice. I'd say she's more like Spamela Anderson. <laughs> Spamela <laughs> Anderson. <laughs> Spamela Anderson. Do you have any? Uh, nice work. Do you have any philosophical beliefs that you'd like to share with us? A chicken nugget doesn't feel social media's impact. Mm. <laughs> uh, indeed. Indeed. Well, that's all I had. Uh, shall we perhaps open some polls? Let's open the polls. Uh, follow boo underscore bury mothman. Get your polls out. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Open the polls. Pokemon, poll. go to the polls. <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> Go to the, the polls. And the phone lines are open. 865-465-6271. You know, I could probably actually lay down a little ASMR while we uh, wait for a phone call to come in. Okay. Oh, God. And get some work done here. Trisha's going to get some stuff prepped for us. Do some 
secretary type things. This is this is influencing the vote here. <laughs> Uber, I wanted to, to play. I want to. I want to. I want to be the part of the stuff? eagle. What a ghoul! <laughs> I go to your phone calls. I try to play these clips. I appreciate everybody calling in today. I just start getting so pissed at these people. Oh, my goodness. 865-465-6271. Phone lines are open, people. I'll post that number in the Phone lines are open, people. Come on, people. Give us a call. Come on, call in, people. Does your phone number spell out anything fun? I tried to find something out of it. Nathan Stoppelman spells out gay taxi. (laughs) Oh, cool. Nothing cool like that, unfortunately. Our our last four digits do SXXY. Sexy. Sexy. Hello? Hello, caller. Like, oh my god. I can't believe, like, Sean Penn has, like, totally been over there with, like, all the Jewish people. I mean, ah. Whoa, what's that? Oh, wait, what? Another English call? I guess Google... Whoa, how does that work? Google, I guess, uh, did an update now where you can have multiple... Wait, maybe if I hit accept, they'd both be on the line. Maybe I should hit accept. Sorry, you hung oh, up on shit. the first caller, did you not? Like, no, no this is like, the first caller. You should do that. Okay. Sorry, I was, you Google did an update. Now you can have multiple calls. Sorry, caller, you were saying. So is this like a Jewish orgy? Because that'd be so hot. <laughs> You're Jewish, right? <laughs> oh my God, Trish, they called is it that Georgie. you? Wow. <laughs> dude, I can't believe you sat down and tolerated all that fucking Valley Girls talk, dude. Oh, that was painful. <laughs> that was really painful. Imagine John watching the whole show of that and Ethan Klein. Airhead. <laughs> uh, it's even sweeter that they're like this total fucking uh, sort of Luke Skywalker fucking Princess Leia sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like God. the autistic really version. good analogy given the last round as well, too. So who are you uh, voting for, caller? Sean Penn or Trisha, uh, like, Trisha P? Uh, like John, like Sean Penn. Even though he's a douche, he seems like a cooler douche. But I can't vote for him because he's not Jewish. So <laughs> how do you know he's not Jewish? <laughs> <laughs> You're Jewish. What a cool! Like converted. His pants down. Trust me, he's not Jewish for that thing. Ooh. I will say that Trisha uh, has been accused of pandering to stereotypes because it was uh, she was alleged to have bought her way into Ju- Judaism through a rabbi, uh, while also simultaneously practicing Christianity, Christianity because she thought if she wore more pendants, she'd have a bigger base of coverage uh, from a spiritual protection, and has also went on record saying that she's Wiccan. <laughs> Of course. God. Okay. Is there anything First she's all, not... The problem with that is, there's a problem with that. You can't have, like, the pentagram on one necklace, a cross on another necklace, and a Star of David on one necklace. What you need to do for fashion is just put all three symbols into one so you can wear it on one necklace. Sean yeah. Instagram. <laughs> uh, we are about 45 yeah. seconds out from the polls closing up, so everybody oh. head on over to No Agenda Social and make sure you get your votes in. 
45 seconds. Yeah, get, get in there. Vote now. Come on. Come on, everybody. Get all get up there. there. Looks like Where we've had 27, only 27 people voted so far. That's, that's like numbers are down. You like, you get those numbers you up. You could be like Sean Penn and say vote because it's a good voter. Motor voter. Go or vote you. at the polls. Be a good American. Vote. I'm going to pump those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers in this racket. For douchebags. <laughs> and I think polls are closing. Oh, Moments I guess remaining. I just done that. Oh shit! It's Five, in. Four, three, two, oh. one. Challenge on, all results. <laughs> Come on, Dad. You need some new alligator skin. Survey says. With fifty-five percent of the vote, Trisha Paytas walks away with this win, uh, leaving Sean whoa. Penn with forty-five. Oh. That's close. close one. Definitely closer. Yay! Awesome. What the? What freaking dimension is this little creature from? Thank you, caller, and congrats, Trisha. I love it. You guys are doing an Thanks, awesome Trisha. job. I love, I love these rounds, and every time y'all do this, I'll very much look forward to them and the participation. Y'all have a wonderful day. Peace. Oh, thank you very much, caller. You too, caller. In the morning. Good job, bless, caller. Yeah, you're gonna feel like we're doing the, doing the work. <laughs> Should have converted. Caller's right. That's true. Yeah. God damn it. And thank Damn, you to DC one. Girl. That was, for, that was close. Uh, DC Girl has a correction for all of us. Trisha isn't a she. They are a they slash them. Uh, oh, they uh, are. I just want to make sure that. Of yeah. course they are. Just just <laughs> going forward. Just going forward. Uh, That's but yeah, it, Charlie. That's um, it. They are. Is there a, uh, is there a closing clip you'd like to oh, say yeah. goodbye with Sean Penn? Uh, Sean Penn refuses to return to set. Ah uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this one's uh Yep. This is a good one too. This is a my, this is a clip straight from the Associated Press. My feeling is this is that that if if I believe as I do that if you want to not get vaccinated, you have every right to stay home. <laughs> I do not believe that people have a right to um you know, point-loaded guns in other people's faces, which is what they do when they go unvaxxed into the population. Uh, so with knowing that there are, are restraints on the federal government and that, that uh, private companies are able to mandate vaccination, I just didn't want to be complicit in, in uh, being part of a company that wasn't doing that. So I will uh, be returning to set when, when um, 100% of the crew because they try to focus this on zone one, meaning those who are involved directly with actors. And I think it's one of them, you know, kind of, it's a, a, something of an obscenity because you're not even, you're not caring for those people that are in the other unions. Oh my God. Sounds like he's going to cry. I'm serious. <laughs> he always sounds like he's going to cry. Yeah, it was like somebody a, in the chat said a whimpy, a warbling, wimpy voice says make heroism. <laughs> I love. Don't, don't you love his analogy though? It's like it's like the pointing a loaded gun in people's faces. <laughs> That's the same thing as going to set unvaccinated. Yeah. <laughs> remember he he went and found and interviewed Chapo Guzman. Do, do you El Chapo? Just because El Chapo. El Chapo, 
because he wanted to get to the bottom of what was going on with the drug trade. <laughs> what a oh, hero. He wanted to see him. He's such a hero. <laughs> oh, man. Can, can I, I play like... Hero. Can I play like uh, 15 seconds of this Spicoli clip from Fast Times at Ridgemont? <laughs> Please do. <laughs> it's Sean Penn. Like this one's on you, dude. Oh, who's got the Buku Dolores today? Uno Dinero. What have you got, Mr. Buckman? I got a cigarette. I got Uno Nicolette. <laughs> hey! You guys had shirts on when you came in here. But something happened to him, man. <laughs> Come on, Spicoli. Just put the shirts back on. You see that sign? No shirt, no shoes, no dice. Oh. <laughs> right. God. I'll put the full thing at the end of the show. Oh my God, Sean Penn in that movie. I for- completely forgotten about that until you sent me those clips. I was like, oh my God, dude. I didn't even connect that in my head as that being Sean Penn in that movie. He started off so well, you know, in my mind. Very Bill and Ted, like, excellent what, adventure type character. It was, yeah. And then it all went downhill from that first yeah. role when he was like 16 years old and he's had a 40 year career and he's only <laughs> gone downhill since. Oh God. Yeah. Some tasty waves, some cold brews, bro. <laughs> uh, all right. He likes to beat up women too. Who doesn't though? Which With, bats. With bats. With bats. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's one thing to like hit someone, but with a bat, it's like you know, that's uh, like attempted murder. Did, did you guys hear I about? Re- I didn't. I didn't realize that Sean Penn was going up against somebody that was Ethan Klein connected, because yes. you see, that is that is too much du- douchiness to even compete with that. I had no clue who that lady was, and now it all makes perfect sense. <laughs> Uh yeah, Boo said he was he wasn't playing games. He was bringing it with Trisha, and I, yeah, I think you proved that. Oh yeah, I came to yeah. win. <laughs> um, <laughs> did, did you? I don't even know what reminded me of this anymore. But did you? Something that was brought up. Uh, maybe the oh the Madonna thing with the baseball bat. Did you guys hear? Uh, uh, Dick Masterson got swatted like a week or two ago. Oh no, I didn't. Somebody That's called in that said he blows. killed his wife, and like in the middle of his L.A. neighborhood, they had like two police helicopters and like 30 cops and like <laughs> and they he couldn't convince him that he hadn't actually killed his wife and he he said uh it's like buddy if i would have killed my wife i would have a huge smile on my face right now <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay this is why you don't talk to cops <laughs> yeah are you a cop uh, should have said your wife i don't know ask my lawyer <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. You know, where, where are we Oswald at now? Round uh, part three of round one. Oh yes, it's gonna be who was it? It was uh. Choose your fighter. Oh shit! I think this has been the hype round. It's Robert De Niro and Steven Seagal. Oh, oh, oh my God! Challenger. This will be a douche off for the ages. And Bushi Bonton actually did the coin flip for us. Thank you very much for that, Bushi. Uh, it's going to be a tell. So, Steven Seagal, you're up first. Uh oh. Steven Seagal has a black belt in Aikido. He 
He lets everybody know that every chance he gets. He has been universally voted the worst host in the history of Saturday Night Live. A unanimous decision with even Lorne Michaels admitting it. Uh. <laughs> he, to- he told Jenny McCarthy during an audition to take your dress off. <laughs> she promptly oh walked God. out. She said, there's no nudity in this movie. And he said, you're going to need to get comfortable with me to make sure that we have chemistry. Take Now take that dress off. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he once got choked out by an old wrestler and shit his pants. <laughs> Been there. <laughs> he has oh sexually God. assaulted four assistants. Allegedly. He is the... Uh, I mean, he settled the lawsuits. Oh, okay. Never mind. He Looks is, like a Bill O'Reilly. He has, you got it. He designed himself an energy drink because you can't be a real douchebag without your own energy drink. Mm-hmm. He runs like a girl with flipper arms. <laughs> and once pulled a gun on Juliana Margulies during an audition. He's the most unlikable human being in Hollywood. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the one and only Steven Seagal. <laughs> uh, I've been excited for this one. Um, 1A. I'm honestly amazed we haven't had him on here yet because he's one of the biggest douchebags probably in the universe throughout all time. Uh you want to, yeah 1A this is come town talking about the movie Sniper Special Ops. It's so I mean Seagal is like he literally puts such minimum effort into the action like the way he fires the gun is like I yeah. can't even describe it uh, yeah, like he just sort of lays the podcast. Like, yeah. yeah, he's just like limp-wristedly <laughs> fire the gun like yeah. not even looking where he's shooting yeah. at. <laughs> no, there's oh, uh, there's so one good. scene in Sniper Special Ops where he's working some radio and he's just sort of lazily pointing the gun at the window next to him in case anyone comes because it's understood that he never really has to aim the gun. <laughs> oh, yeah, his partner also gets shot and he needs to drag him away. It's clear that he's, like, connected to, like, some sort of wire. Yeah. And, like, you see and him Steve, pulling the Steve guy, Steve but he's, just like, touching, literally... He's just, he's no just touching in his, his shoulder. Yeah. And then the fucking body moves across <laughs> the ground as to <laughs> <laughs> we were, oh, I'm yeah, so really jealous! I I, I literally that. almost peed my pants. Yeah, oh, I, I, I haven't. Anything anything post 2012 is like this. Sergeant Chandler. Yes, ma'am. Are you really as good as they all say you are? Hell yeah! Every once in a while. <laughs> so and he's got one of those. Oh, like, and he talks like a black person now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Every once in a while. Here's <laughs> about. Um, and then uh, the second uh, clip for this round. You want to set that one up, Charlie? It's the oh, oh, it's the Howard Stern. Rob Schneider. Yeah. Goes on Howard Stern and is talking about a scene, a uh, an encounter that a writer friend of his, who we wouldn't name, had with Seagal. And he's te- so he's That'll on Howard Stern explaining the story. 
out of everything that we've ever heard on this show. Uh-huh. You know what I'm going to say? What's on that? When Rob was the one, I believe, maybe I got it wrong, you were the one who told me the Steven Seagal story. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You got a new oh, one? Oh, that he wrote the greatest screenplay. I got, I got yeah, great. Wait, but tell that, wait, wait. Okay. Just for anyone who's never heard that, oh, it's, tell the it's first the story. Okay, there's a writer that I know, and I won't mention his name, but he uh, was meeting Steven Seagal for <laughs> the rewrite, for, for the writing, potentially, for Under Siege 2. Right. The, you know, and that was the one that broke him when it made right. $57 million when that was $57 million right. in the early 90s. And so he goes into one of those trailers, you know, to meet with Steven Seagal. And he's on the set. And it's one of those big triple bangers where you go into this trailer and it's like you can get lost in there. It's a maze of <laughs> pop-outs, you know. It's like, uh, which pop-out is Steven Seagal? And he's in the third bedroom to the left in the end of the big hall. star. And he's waiting in there for 45 minutes. He's making him wait, sitting there by himself. Finally, Steven Seagal emerges from one of the other anterooms <laughs> in the mobile home. And he comes out and he said, I just read the greatest script I've ever read in my life. He goes, really? Who wrote it? I did. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. I did. Ugh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I, di- I didn't realize, Charlie, until you were sending me stuff, how this guy is like a Willy Wonka of sexual assault. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, he is. He was accused of raping Regina Simons in 1993 he was accused of sexual assault of cat of faviola dated's in 2002 he um sexually assaulted four assistants he told jenny mccarthy to take her dress off and um he did it with another actress too uh captain obvious or sorry captain oblivious in the no juna troll room just pointed out something that I was thinking the same thing. And I was like, that's maybe why he had to uh, flee to Russia. <laughs> yeah, probably. For asylum. <laughs> yeah. Those videos yeah. of him in Russia doing uh, Aikido or whatever it is, where he just barely moves, and then the person it, it, that's coming at him just goes flying. <laughs> it's too good. It's, it's amazing. It's if, just if, too good. Anyone listening, if you haven't it's seen like the videos a, of Seagal like, performing his martial arts in Russia, you have to see this. It's un- unbelievable. Yeah, he's Steven Seagal. He 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 lacks self awareness to the point where it's it's just so so unbelievably funny just to watch him be serious. Uh, I can't even. Uh, I I just there's there's nobody quite like him. You know, I Anybody really seen Richie. I, Fuck you. He's, like a, <laughs> he's he's a cartoon character of a cartoon character. I mean, he's so he's so preposterous of a, of an idea of a person that you have to just laugh at his sheer existence. It's so perfectly Hollywood. Got another um, article so, here. Steven Seagal kept a woman as a captive sex toy yeah. in Lafitte. Uh, lawsuit of legends. Yeah. Lawsuit of legends yeah. in Louisiana. Nice. All right, <laughs> guy. Uh, I guess, God, Charlie, that's... if you're ready, we're on to uh, Robert, Robert Bonero. Robert. Go for it. All good? We move on? We go next? Yeah, go for it. All right. I rest my uh, case on, on Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> the evidence stands on its own. Yes. The offense rests, Your Honor. Uh, all right. 
<laughs> we uh, we've got Bobby De Niro coming up. Uh, Robert De Niro, the the famous actor. Actor. I don't think he was in Team America. Uh, I don't think he was. No. If it was made now, he would be. Alec but... Baldwin was the main guy back then in the. Uh... Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I'm bullish. I'm not kink shaming Seagal for keeping a slave. I would no. We don't kink shame on this show. Uh, but you know, it's got to be legal anyway. Uh, Robert De Niro. Uh, he's uh, gotten very vocal these these past few years. He's very gotten very political, and really, it was just uh, Orange Man who who really just brings the worst out of him. This guy hates Orange Man, yeah. and. Uh, he just can't stop talking about the guy. And it gets to the point where he like goes around and he's like, this guy, this Trump guy, you know, he goes around and he insults people on television. Well, he's an idiot and he's ugly and he's fat and he's stupid. And he shouldn't go around insulting people in public on TV <laughs> as he's in public on TV. Uh, so, okay, well, all right, okay. If you say so. But he doesn't just do it like like for MSNBC or somebody will have him on and they'll just be like, so what do you think about Trump? And he'll, you know, riff and he'll be invited I'd like to, to punch do that. him in the jaw. Didn't he say that one time? Yeah. You know, I'd like to punch him in the face. <laughs> but uh, with but he, he'll bring it anywhere. Like he doesn't have to be asked about it. Like, for example, in 2018, he was at the National Board of Review and he was presenting Meryl Streep, our queen and lord and savior, Meryl Streep. Uh, presenting her a Best Actress Award of some manner. And he's, like, giving a speech, giving giving an award to Meryl Streep, and somehow it turns into this. If he can play Bob Three, National Board of Review, Meryl, BA, 2018. It was fascinating to watch The Post. That story took place nearly 50 years ago, but there are many parallels today, obviously. At the time of the story, Donald Trump was suffering from bone spurs. <laughs> Today, the world is suffering from the real Donald Trump. Come on, let's go. What are we talking about? Let's clap for that. Oh, Please clap. God. I got to hear that <laughs> Let's again. clap for that. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. The world is suffering from the real Donald Trump. Come on, let's go. What are we talking about? Let's clap for that. This Jesus. idiot is the president. It's the emperor's new clothes. The guy is a f fool. Come on. The publication about? of the Pentagon Papers was a proud moment for American journalism. The Times and the Post challenged the government over critical First Amendment issues, and the press prevailed. Our government today, with the prompting of our baby-in-chief, has... ...in-chief, I call him... ...has put the press under siege, ridiculing it and trying to discredit it through outrageous attacks and lies. And again, just like 1971, the press is distinguishing itself with brave and exacting journalism. Oh, yeah. Exactly. The movie gave us glimpses of President Nixon as delusional, narcissistic, 
petty, vindictive, nasty, and <laughs> Ah, the good old days. <laughs> the movie and my friend Meryl Streep showed us the evolution of courage. Kay Graham was forced into a man's world and showed the world and all those men something about the qualities of daring and devotion to public service, qualities that were then thought of as manly. No longer. But astonishingly today, astonishingly, today, women are still struggling to get their rightful place and their fair share. I am still fighting for Merrill to be able to get 79% of what a man would get to play uh. Catherine Graham. It's shameful, I know. The good news is that I think we're at a watershed moment and it's about time. Hashtag it's about time. Oh my God, dude. That didn't even make me mad. That just annoyed me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. Yeah. I did pull the, uh, I did pull the theme song for the Irishman. Did you watch that movie? That like 10 hour movie on Netflix. You mean the one with that kid in it, Robert De Niro? Yeah, the little kid, the young that kid. <laughs> Robert De Niro's fixing Joe Pesci's car, and Joe Pesci's like, "Hey, kid, hey, kid, do you need a hand?" <laughs> I am the Irish man, raised in the hills of Ireland. I am the Irish man. I am the Irish man. From the uh, trailer for the Martin Scorsese's that's, The Irishman. That's not really what they used, is it? No, <laughs> Nick Lusko made that. <laughs> no. Like made a bunch of posts <laughs> getting mad that Netflix didn't pick up his theme song for The Irishman. <laughs> um, let me just let me just say i think it speaks volumes that i thought it could be real. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Sh- like, hey, they should have been inclusive and just had an Irish guy do the Irish man. Anything else on De Niro? (laughs) I could talk about the Irishman all day. Oh, God. Nah, that's Robert De Niro. And by the way, again, that was a speech to give Meryl Streep uh, an award. Like They love to pat each other on the backs. Pat each other (laughs) in the balls. I only have two things. If Sir Seedsitter ever presents me an award and he just spends ten minutes being like, you know... I don't like this, and I hate this, and this guy sucks. Anyway, congratulations, Lavish. Uh, <laughs> love you, buddy. You know, I don't know. It's fucking weird. One of these but, days, yeah, that... Lavish is going to make more than 73 cents on every man's dollar. <laughs> <laughs> One day I'll get paid as much as men. Yep. One day. All right. But... <laughs> Shall we crack this can open? Let's do it. Let's do uh... it. Phone lines right, are open. There it goes. There it goes. Give us a call. 865-465-6271. Ring, ring, bitch. Common denominator. A lot of award shows. That's true. Yep. They, love they should be thankful. They pat each other on the ass and give each other little trophies for being awesome. They only have yep. good things. Harvey Weinstein especially liked to pat people on the back. 
<laughs> oh my god, you are so a part of the solution. Let me give you this big gold trophy. Trophy. Uh, I don't know where the Polly Shore was coming from. <laughs> oh, the trophy. Oh, Polly Shore, wheelie crunchy, bro. Where's the juice? Ring, ring. Hello? Hello, caller. You're on the air. It's Battle of Douchebags caller. Part 6. How you doing? Who you voting for? Hey, doing all right. Between Who am I voting for? Ro I'm yeah. going with there Bobby go. De Niro. Because going off like that during a an award show where you're presenting an award to somebody else, it's kind of like going off on somebody's note because it was too long when they're getting knighted. Yeah, I've heard this one before. So yeah. Like... Yeah, okay, whoever yeah, does yeah, that is sure a douchebag. Do <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you, so you're on... anything, you know, in the recent memory, but... Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Me either. <laughs> but I'd say, I'd say Bobby's got that, that one, man. Just because, mm -hmm. like, just, it, uh, I honestly felt like Sean Penn should have gotten that, like, the last one, because there's there's douchebaggery, and there's douchebaggery on display. And there is, you know, with, with Bobby, we got douchebaggery on display. So why do you why do you think he's beating out Seagal, though? Because like, Seagal's like, a laughing stock, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but Robert De Niro's not. No, De Niro's still getting parts, man. He's he's like a respected Hollywood guy, and everybody like has ugh, Seagal's just already out. But he's the last one to figure it out. That's what's so great about it is that Steven Seagal has no idea. <laughs> That, that that there's well, a campaign against him. You know, I so think make him a I think we should or a bigger dumbass. I He's... for one think we should allow the sex slave in his basement to speak up and have some input in this. Is that okay for everybody? Uh, she should be at least worth one vote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Man, I haven't heard, heard something like that since I boosted the gimp. <laughs> <laughs> that gimp loves to be boosted, by the way. The gimp thanks you. It's Did you guys get that used second gimp. that gimp? Was that used second hand from Seagal? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Mail oh. order Russian gimp. <laughs> you no shortage of gimps in Russia, so I'm sure Seagal is very happy. <laughs> Uh, straight from Steven Seagal's vintage. <laughs> Seagal Another addition to my collection. Bag, but, you know, Bobby De Niro takes the cake. Under All right, this Colin. round, in my opinion. Fair enough, caller. Anything else? He does Go love to flaunt it. He loves to flaunt that shit. Steven will rape I, your I'm ass. Just enjoying the show, I'm guys. just saying. Oh, shit. Polls are closing. <laughs> I didn't... The polls are already closed. time. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah polls yeah, are so. closed. <laughs> All right, well, let me, oh damn! Let's get the. Uh, <clears throat> let's, uh, oh my! Get, you know, for just for you know the. Uh... Five, <laughs> four, three, two, one. Final results. Survey says. 
It is 77% Robert De Niro, leaving Steven Seagal with 23%, with 30 uh, people coming in to vote. Wow. You know, Steven, he he, he, in my opinion, he should have got a few more votes, man. That guy is a real, real piece of shit. I'm surprised. He's Denis- universally despised in Hollywood. Like, everybody hates him. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm on all sides of the political aisle. Yeah, it's not like it's 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 universal, and they've all got a story about him doing something that's totally uh, weird. But if if we're gonna play our our going out clip, let's do the song the Tom Segura <laughs> because <laughs> because oh, yeah. you can't sum it up much better than than the way Tom Segura does. Uh, well, re- to uh... real quick before I play the Segura one, I have to play just like a couple seconds of this. Uh... Steven Seagal song because did you guys know that he has an album Kubri Lavish? No, he has multiple albums. <laughs> out. I'm about to. He's bar in Ukraine. Right yeah. <laughs> Does he not do anything on the album? He plays guitar and sings. I'm gonna skip ahead a little bit. That's him singing right there. That's that's Seagal singing here. It sounds like John Mayer or something. <laughs> it's like also, be John Mayer. It's old. Yeah. Uh, also, I had um, auto tune. I was expecting Seagal to do so good that I had specifically Seagal specific round winner uh, jingles made up. <laughs> so I'm, pl- I'm gonna play those real quick, and then we'll finish. You got to play a few of those, yeah. yeah. Douchebag. I'm a boom for good luck. That's Seagal singing too. And that you gon' have to see. I got seven hundred dollar baby. Ain't you gonna complete gibberish? Everybody knows I'm a Everybody knows I'm a hooah. Anyway, and then and these uh, people are ghouls. Seriously. Yeah. Gucci yeah. Gucci man. God, uh, yeah, I made this. I made this one for when Seagal went around. Douchebag. All right, Peter, your sister's the real deal. So I arranged for you to get some combat pointers from my old buddy Steven Seagal. Uh, it, this this fat guy. Yep. Go on. Ask him anything. I. How did? Uh, why? Why are you so fat? Okay. Ask him about anything but his weight. Uh. Uh, you act Asian, you look Native American, your name is possibly Jewish. What are you? Yeah. I was, I was just... Ridiculous. I can't believe... I can't believe Skull got wiped out so quick. This is like a yeah, huge yeah. upset in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> One more. Douchebag! You, my young pupil, shall become a cock puncher. From Global Tetrahedron Pictures, Steven Seagal is Cockpuncher. Cockpuncher. I don't think you have the balls. Yeah, 
Okay. Skull yeah, sucks talk. so much you can't even win a round. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's it's almost perfectly Seagal though. That is true. To lose in the first round, to be such an overt and obvious douche, and then yet lose in the first round, it's kind of perfect. There's a lot of these where it's just like, uh, I don't know. You never know. Well, do you want you want my opinion on like what I've realized? <laughs> what wins on the uh, no agenda social voting? And what doesn't? What's that? I think it's like people like if you play clips of people that are on the douchebags list bashing Trump, you're gonna get automatic points. I've done because I've that's what Joy Reid. We we've already proven that with Joy Reid and De Niro here. The people in the troll room love Trump. That's all I'm going to say. Well, I was hesitant well, <laughs> to because Trump, you know, it's played out. Yeah, obviously. But so you know, tough. it's so it's so widespread and rampant that it does sort of act like um like a signal test of some sorts. Like there's there's like a an active layer to all of these douchebags that you can compare them, you know, side by side because they're all bashing this one guy. In respect, or, yeah, that's, you know. yeah. I'm not saying you know it's incorrect. Saying? I'm not saying it's incorrect. It's like uh, a control, because you know I, yes, I have the same. It is kind of like a, it's a. It's very incredibly scientific, uh, actually. It's very science. I think the term you were looking for, for yeah, very, yeah, very yeah. cool, legal and sciencey. Um, did we, uh, Charlie? You said you wanted to do the Tom Segura outro. Yes. All right. So Tom Segura, three minutes on Seagal. You can learn a lot from television. For instance, without television, I would have no idea that Steven Seagal is out of his fucking mind. (laughs) Or alive. I also didn't know that. (laughs) He has a show. It's not a scripted show. It follows around the real Steven Seagal. And every episode begins with him looking in the camera and saying, I don't know if you knew this or not, but for the last 20 years, I've been a cop. And you're like... What did you just say? <laughs> I thought you'd been making shitty movies for the last 20 years. What are you talking about? It just blows my mind. It really does. That everybody in this room, everybody has this real world possibility in their lives. All of us. We could go tonight if we wanted to. Tonight. You could go to Louisiana. You could start a fight in a bar. And there is a real world possibility that Steven Seagal (laughs) will arrest you. (laughs) Isn't that insane to you? I've lost sleep over this shit. I mean, that's crazy. That's literally like if you leave here and you roll through a stop sign and then Sylvester Stallone is like, hey, roll it down. And you're like, get the fuck out of here. You work here? It's my passion. Yeah. It's nuts. You have to watch this show. He, <laughs> he panders to every group according to race, knowing full well there's a camera crew following him around. He doesn't give a shit. If you're white, he's like, how's it going? All right. <laughs> and then the black people, he's like, what's up, cuz? And they're like, hey, what's up? I'm holding you down, so holla if you need something. Okay. And then to all Latino, Spanish-speaking people, he insists on speaking horrifically broken Spanish, even if they start the conversation in English. If they're like, hey, yeah, I called 911, thank you for coming. The thing is, he's like, ah, hola. Mucho queso. 
so. He's like, I think my English is way better than your Spanish, man. And he's like, no, gracias. He trains other cops in hand-to-hand combat. I think that's infuriating for those cops. It's not like we're hanging out. We're like, hey, man, do you want to do like, a couple shots and then go down the street? Uh, Steven Seagal is teaching people how to throw punches. And we're like, okay. <laughs> no. Is you're a cop and you show up at work and they're like, we're going to go over hand-to-hand combat today so you can protect yourself if you're in a really dangerous situation. You're like, oh, cool. Who'd you bring in to teach us? Like some Navy SEALs or Green Berets? And they go, uh, no. Uh, we brought in Steven Seagal. And you're like, are we shooting a fucking movie this week or something? Like, okay, I'll pass because that's ridiculous. I don't want to be a part of that. I'm telling you, you got to see his... His Aikido stuff he's doing in Russia, it's amazing. <laughs> it's its absolutely incredible. Uh, well, you know what? I don't think Seriously I ever... Bad. I don't think I ever... Uh, did I ever even give the crown to uh, De Niro, though? I don't think I did. Just in case. You hold that on me? <laughs> Douchebag. Bobbert De Niro. Advances. Bobby D. All right, now we're at the last round of round one, right? Round one, challengers approach. Yes, and that leaves us with Trevor Noah and Joy Behard. According to the coin flip, we got a we got a heads. So it looks like it's Trevor Noah coming in first. I don't know if you're ready for this, son. You you might have to get down on your hands and knees, brother. The cream will rise brother, to the brother, top, brother, brother, <laughs> brother. And oh yeah, brother. Nothing brings me more crushing joy than watching comedians ridicule the elite. It's what comedy is there for. It is our tool as the masses to look up and give a big proud middle finger to the establishment. And that's what Trevor Noah is here to do at the White House 2020 Correspondents Dinner with all of the press, all of the celebrities, and all of the politicians that you could shake a limp stick at. This is Trevor Noah telling it like it is. Wow, that was pretty fantastic. One more time for President Biden, please. That was really great. I got a promise I will not be going to jail. I will. I'll switch things up now. No, you won't. Let's see how we do this. How's everybody doing tonight? You guys good? Everyone good? First of all, thank you so much, Steve. Good evening, Mr. President, First Lady, members of the media, and all the men relieved that Ronan Farrow isn't here tonight. It is my great honor to be speaking tonight at the nation's most distinguished super spreader event. No, for real, people, what are we doing here? Let's be honest, what are we doing? Like, did none of you learn anything from the gridiron dinner? Nothing, huh? Like, do you read any of your own newspapers? I mean, I expect this from Sean Hannity, but the rest of you, what are you doing here? You guys spent the last two years telling everyone the importance of wearing masks and avoiding large indoor gatherings. Then the second someone offers you a free dinner, you all turn into Joe Rogan. Huh? I mean, Dr. Fauci dropped out. That should have been a pretty big sign. Fauci thought it was too dangerous to come tonight. Pete Davidson thinks it's okay. And we all went with Pete. Okay. All right, then. Uh, now, for those who don't know me, uh, my name is Trevor Noah, and I'm, I'm really honored to be here, honestly. Um, you know, because you could have picked 
any comedian. You could have invited anyone, but you went with the South African variants. Very on theme. I appreciate that. And uh, COVID risk aside, can I just say how happy I am that this event is happening again for the first time in three years. Yeah. And the truth is, I want us all to have a good time tonight. So please, everyone relax. You know, I know everyone in this room is worried about who catches you laughing at what, and, but just chill, just chill. We're celebrating, we're out. You know, get comfortable. Not too comfortable, Jeffrey Tubin. not too comfortable. <laughs> no, you know what? No, don't, don't ooh him, bunch of haters. You know what, so what, Jeffrey? You made a mistake, you whipped it out in front of your coworkers. That's the first step to winning a Grammy for Comedy Album of the Year. You're halfway there, my friend. You don't let the haters stop you. We all come back from mistakes. I, I really need to understand how you do what you do. <laughs> Trevor Noah, comedian, question mark. Uh, you know, I just, it's so out there and in your face. For two and a half years, you've shut down everything. And that allows us to be here in this moment laughing and mocking all of you stupid motherfuckers about it. Right to your faces right into the cameras and we'll hire trevor noah to do it this is uh this is just a little um this is some just jimmies into the mix but this is biden that same speech tear down mickey mouse's house there we go and also <laughs> and pretty soon they'll be storming cinderella's castle you can be sure of it and uh later on in the white house correspondence uh, speech that Trevor Noah was giving, he went on to say this. My master, Sauron the Great, bids thee welcome. Oh, shit. I mislabeled that clip. That was my bad. That was so confusing. Uh, <laughs> Why was Darth Vader saying something about Sauron? What was the mouth of Sauron? I see how, I see what I did there. Damn. Oh, that wasn't Darth Vader? No. Oh, God, that sounded like Darth Vader. <laughs> we don't want to get sued. I don't uh I don't really have anything else on Trevor Noah at the moment. He is an immigrant uh from South Africa. Uh I think as far as I as far as I know, he lives over here now and um you know, has a good job. Uh has a show, Makes has a couple millions. of shows. Yeah. Makes millions, yeah. you know. Living the dream. Um He's, he's another of the what it. I call foreigners. You know the foreign guys who move here and just Whoa. make a career out of crapping on the uh, on the country that they move to, you know, mm -hmm. like all the hey, British guys that do that. There've been there's been yeah. a theme of that on this show, John Oliver, and uh, yep, there's been a couple more. I just am losing it. Oh, we didn't use Corden, did we yet? James Corden? No, no, I don't think mm. so. I wasn't there for it at least. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I um. That's what I got. That's it. I'm done. I'm walking away. All right, Just well, walk away. Part two Just of my bundle away. of joy. Um, I'm going to start with one of the supercuts I've cobbled together, but um, if she, well, yeah, we'll get to that if she makes it to round two. We'll. Uh, but I have uh, I've call I've cobbled together two supercuts. Um, I'll let you guys pick which one you would prefer. Would you like? A political retardation supercut or a social and racial retarded, right? Socially and racially retarded supercut. Mm. They're both pretty retarded. Wow. Socially, <laughs> socially and racially. Socially and racially. All right. Yeah, yeah. So first of all, let me apologize for my pronoun mix-up. 
I think I just didn't get enough sleep last night. I had no intention of uh, mixing them up, but and I tried to correct it immediately, but whatever, it just came out. So I'm sorry if anybody was upset by that. I know he's the first active NFL player ever to come out as gay, but I mean, it's 2021. Is this such a big deal? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't want to set him up. Raiders. You know, Anna. <laughs> Anna, after, after they said penetration in the end zone, they oh. lost me. So, Sonny, oh. is this a sign uh, uh, that this... Joy, uh, Joy, we need you to walk that back real quick. <laughs> well, well, I just, I just long for the days when you can just be seconds. gay in the world. And, and it doesn't become a big deal. By the way, that inappropriate joke I made for daytime television, scratch it. Make believe I never said it. I like Thank that, you, Whoopi. And you know, it's interesting that a, lo a lot of the English language has to be rethought. Blackmailing is negative. <clears throat> Black sheep, negative. Um, I can think of a few others if I had the, the time. But those words are right. kind of like embedded in our psyches and maybe need well, to be changed. Why we is can't... a black sheep well, we can't... a bad thing and a white sheep is Ooh. a good thing? Ooh. Why? They're just sheep. Well, it's not the words. It, <laughs> it's not the words. It's the way we think about it. There's nothing wrong with black cats or black yeah. sheeps or black people. <laughs> he's like, you, know? you dumb bitch. There we have it. Um, so at the Miss Universe pageant on Sunday, the winner, uh, Sosi Beanie Tunzi. This is great. This is Joy uh, Behar sitting next to this um, uh, African-American supermodel with the uh, locks or braids or dreads, whatever you want to call them. And listen to what she asks this uh, model that's next to her on the view. On Sunday, the winner, uh, Sosi Bini Tunzi. I said that right? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's her name. She, she's Miss South Africa. She said, I grew up in a world where a woman who looks like me with my kind of skin and my kind of hair was never considered beautiful. So... Do her words resonate with you at all? And then he has one in his house to protect his family because he never wants to see that happen again. He is a black man. It's odd. Most AR-15 owners are former military. Okay. 35 plus Let me say one more thing. So that's all I'm saying okay. is that they're yeah. not once, crazy once, people. Okay. Here's the okay. thing. Once one black people thing. get guns in this country, the gun laws will change. Trust me. Is that you, Joy? Oh, you know, this picture. Oh, I was, Joy, is that you? Yes. Joy, that is oh, you? Yes. Joy, are you No, I know. <laughs> I was... Joy. I was so cute. <laughs> Joy. 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 I was. We, are you my auntie, Joy? No. <laughs> 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 it was a Halloween party. I went as a beautiful African woman. Oh, yes. You ain't black. Oh, but that's my hair. That's my hair. <laughs> that, you can be, yeah, but it is. So, uh, so the whole point of why it is that curly hair is coming back. I thought that was, I thought, I that is me. Did you have tanning lotion on, Joy? A little, I had makeup that was a little bit darker uh -huh, than my skin. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> fix it. But I I that's my actual hand. Talk to the point, please. Is this... Is this Joy speaking? The same lied. Joy? The same yes. Joy that yes. paraded around in blackface not too long ago? Come on, Joy. I don't think you should be That's asking these true. questions. I am excuse a, an African American. Me. Excuse me. The black community had my back. They know that the that black was community not has my back. That was an homage. Oh, please. The just answer the question. That was not blackface. That was an homage. <laughs> it was an homage to blackface. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's literally yelling at a black woman saying the black community had my back. <laughs> oh God. Well anyway, uh here's just an ISO uh teaser from the uh political retardation supercut. Biden's poll numbers are tanking the Democrats. Why are his wrong. numbers tanking? Why? He's doing a pretty good job. Yeah. So <laughs> Oh yeah. A lot more where that came Why? from. <laughs> oh retardation. You didn't prepare us for that. <laughs> 
right. That's uh that's Broadsided. my that's my joy uh that's my joy Behar. Round one. So All I guess right. we're ready for the uh, Here, uh ready for the poll. Time for a new polls. There we go. It's live. There it is. Give us a call, 865-465-6271, and vote on Boobery's poll over at noagendasoch.com. I don't know who created Pokemon Go, but I'm I'm trying trying to to figure figure out out how we get them to have Pokemon go to the polls. Honestly, I don't know what I ever did to get them so upset. (laughs) They say that I murder people, that I do this, (laughs) I do that. Eight six five four six five six two seven one. Did Joy Behar ever get to go on that Italian vacation she was dreaming of? Oh God, where she's like, "What are we gonna do about this war in the Ukraine and the COVID?" I, well, I want to go to Italy. <laughs> Didn't she say something like that? Yeah. I want to go to Italy. <laughs> I want to travel to Italy, and I just because she starts. It's so funny. She starts I'm off the sentence like, "I just get so get worried. I, I get so worried about what's going on over there." And you think she's going to worry about the people over there, but she's like, "I've been trying to go, uh, plan a vacation to Italy." That's <laughs> how those thoughts. You're like, "Oh God, uh, you oh, dumb bitch." Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, I gotta get myself to Italy. <laughs> uh, I yeah, you I stupid Yenta, you you shut up, <laughs> you stop talking so much. <laughs> I I literally pulled like the exact amount of clips for Joy Reid, but for Joy Behar, I I think I have like twelve clips because I just I was like I'll whittle these down later, and I never did. So I'm gonna yeah, so we're playing if, all of them. You no, know, I was gonna them. say if uh, if she if she makes it um. Further on, I'm gonna give you guys keep giving you guys I mean, options of which ones you want to hear. She, she is pretty fucking awful. <laughs> After yeah. all, she seemed to be the favorite uh, in the No Agenda socials when people were first like seeing the lineup that Nisworks made. She seemed to be the uh, the people have a already are very biased on No her. Agenda. Like No she, Agenda, I think rips her all the time. Yeah, <laughs> she's a goldmine for sure. Yeah. They have a thing about the view. I don't know if you've ever noticed, but they just love to rip on the view. <laughs> I mean, even Family Guy had that thing with the view where it's like Brian and Stewie are watching the view, and it's just Whoopi and Joy Behar and them just like clucking around, clucking like chickens and laying eggs on the couch. Mm. <laughs> I don't think anybody likes the view. We're about two and a half. My minutes name is out. Megan McCain, and I'm on a news show called The View. A new shit. Is that Tim Dillon? Yeah. But I won't <laughs> fuck you because the only person I'll fuck is Daddy. I'll fuck <laughs> his corpse. I'll fuck Daddy's corpse. Ha 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 Oh boy. <laughs> oh my god. What do you think it's the odds gone. are of me getting, getting mentioned in here? Nobody's calling in. Should I just call back the person that I hung up on earlier? I'm gonna do that. You should call Borders Bookstores. You should call the Border. Call the Border Patrol. Oh my god, caller, you only have less than a minute left before the final round of round one concludes.
Hey, this is the caller. Hey, caller. Caller, who's it gonna be? Who you like it? Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah or Joy Behar? Who's the bigger douche? You know that's tough. Um, I would I would have to say um, Trevor Noah because oh, he knows what he's doing. Joy Behar. Thirty just, seconds out. You know she's lost it, but Trevor Noah from the clip played. He knows what he's doing. He knows he's lying to everybody. And he can make a joke about it, and it's accepted. What a fucking douchebag. Fuck him. Fucking douchebag. All right, thank you, caller. We appreciate your input. All right, thanks for... Thank you. Actually, we're the caller, so thank you, Yeah, we, yeah you're supposed to thank us. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, keep it up. Oh, my God. And it looks like it's uh, coming down to a close here. We just got a couple seconds left. Uh-oh. Uh, before, before this shuts Four, proper. Three. It's trickling into two, the bucket. One. Final results. Survey says. 88% of the vote. Joy Behar. Whoa. You're our douche. Damn. Wow. Damn. That's a douchey, yeah. douchey douche. 34 people voting. That's the biggest blowout of the day. Damn. I got spanked. I'm dropping fucking F's in the chat for for Trevor. People hate joy the joys, man. People hate the joys. I guess so. Damn. Something about that false advertising bullshit, you know? Because yeah. neither one of them are very joyful and you feel it. Yeah. Well, I um you know, actually I made something special up for all of us to enjoy together. And I, I really uh. hope that you that you all um dig it. You know, because there was one thing that I was really chewing on through the pre- preparation for this episode, and that's that old Chinese adage that if you surround yourself with douchebags, then you yourself may be a douchebag. Because I'm always trying to figure out who benefits from a conspiracy theory, and I'd love to know if you put any thought to this at all because of how many people won't get a vaccine because they truly yeah. believe conspiracy theories. Yeah, usually when you work on infectious disease, uh, like Dr. Fauci and I do, you're, you know, you're kind of obscure. It's interesting, though, you are one of what I would like to call the OGs of climate change, right? Oh, long before it was popular amongst most, uh, you know, candidates, most, most politicians, yeah. you were on the front lines fighting for climate change. In fact, you've made that your number one policy position, which is people always say is risky. They go, don't go with one policy position. Why would you risk it all on climate change? Because you can't solve other problems unless you solve climate change. I've believed this for a long time. I've co-authored a book about it 11 years ago. I started the U.S. Climate Alliance. Why do you feel you need to say something like that in a sports forum? Uh, it just comes natural to me. Um, and you know, for me personally, um, I know where I come from. You know, growing up in the inner city in Akron, Akron Ohio. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine you trying to be a scientist in the dark ages. No, no, huh? I'd be burned upside down. And just because you were black. <laughs> that would have been like most of it and then they'd be like oh yeah and he was a scientist I don't even know what that was I'm glad we burned him and so I wonder because you're one of the people who I know thinks about this and you convey stories and people respect you I wonder if you if you grapple with that that paradox that, that America is right now where it's the United States that is no longer united because it's literally split down the middle yeah and, and where we don't have an agreed upon 
set of facts or where one side just believes that whatever the facts are, we don't care. We have alternative facts. We would rather look at things through our own lens. Those are the only lessons that we listen to. Is it a story that's being told like it could happen to you or or did you guys make a conscious effort to tell a story that, that is like, man, it's crazy that this can happen, you know, but luckily it's not happening to everybody. Things that we emphasize were um, no, this is not happening to everyone. Oh, okay. uh, serial killers are a are a very rare, um, very twisted, sad group of people. Do you ever have a fear that the live show will be boring because you don't know what it's going to be like? State of the Union comes around. State of the Union is not an exciting thing. Trump is excited. Right, right. Are you uh, ever worried? Trump that- on prompter is always yes. a worry. Yes. Is that if if he he gets up there and he just reads what he was told to read? That the worry is that it'll seem he'll seem normal, and then then there's nothing to say because you have a plan? Uh, me, yeah. For when Trump sounds normal, panic. How did you kill Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs> <laughs> because you you you're not in power, but you have all the power. <laughs> <laughs> I I really need to understand how you do what you do. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> well, Trevor, what you can do is you can the Pokemon Go to the polls. I don't know who created Pokemon Go. <laughs> oh man, Trevor Noah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I tried. I'm not I a scientist. I, I, I get the basics and that's about it. People sometimes don't really get the science. Trevor Noah didn't get the science for this game. <laughs> I like that you worked in Patton Oswald. I heard that. There's a, there's a former dude. Yeah, he like that talking about serial killers. <laughs> yeah, I believe he made it to the semifinals uh, when he was on. Yeah, talk, speaking yeah of, Patton yeah. Oswald, he went further than uh, than Sean Penn, you know, with the wife thing. He well, didn't yeah, just hit I mean, her with he, a bat, he, you know. <laughs> Patton Oswald did kill his wife. So yeah. There is that. But uh second round. Joy Behar, congratulations. I think so too. Congratulations. Joy Behar advances to round two, and that brings us to round two, I believe. Round two. Yes. Round two. Wait, that's the semifinals. Round two semifinals. Looks Mm. like it's uh it's another Joy with Joy Reed and uh Trisha Paytas for this round. Let me get the Uh-oh. coin flip going here. And uh, it's a tails, so it's, oh shit, it's Trisha Paytas. Trish, 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 mm, Trish. See, this is where it gets interesting, because Joy Reid, I mean, she's got, like, she's got that reach. The, she's got that pull, you know? She can get in there and, you know, oh, yeah. uh, uh, editorialize. Oh, yeah. Which is unfortunate because it stirs up a lot of, you know, a lot of bullshit. And, um, hmm. I still don't necessarily think that it's as douchey as, say, uh, locking up your fiance in the hotel on the day of your wedding because you're scared that he's going to, uh, ditch you at the altar. <laughs> oh, shit. There we go. This is Moses. Like, I heard. Guy. I put the shirt on. I can't even close it here. Oh, I'm in there. And I had two shirts. That's right, the second shirt. It doesn't close. I was like, 
wait a minute, I don't have a shirt. Damn. I ran down. My brother too, right? And where did you get yeah. it? Yeah. I went to like one of the stores down the street where I got the cocktails. men's warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> sponsored. <laughs> Thank you. Our wedding video is sponsored by Men's Warehouse. They should. <laughs> I drove there. Oh, so the guy, the guy didn't want to give me the car. Because he thought you were leaving. That you were leaving me. He was just like, well, she said no, but he said like she said specifically not to give you the car. Who said that? That they said that about me? Yeah, it was so funny. Oh my god, that's so weird. He was like, um, I'm not sure. Down. I know. But then what happened was I called She's like Nina, crushing a like, cheeseburger in the back. Fit, so, the, so the valet parking heard me say that yeah, to him too. She is very famous for her mukbang videos. Are you familiar with what a mukbang is? Is that like a gangbang? Do I look like bang? I do? <laughs> it's where you get on camera and you eat a lot of food and record it. Yeah, right. Muck that's bang. what I meant. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. What? <laughs> I was like, does your shirt, his shirt didn't fit either. So I got two shirts, got him coupling the whole thing. Oh, good. Oh, I'm so hungry. Sorry. Me too. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was out there. The way it was it, like all decorated too. I'm like, this feels like a fever dream. I feel like I'm in a dream right now. This feels like. <laughs> and everybody there is like, and honey it's like the finale. <laughs> You know, if you notice, he just went from saying that the valet would not give him the keys to his car because the valet was told by Trisha herself not to give them to Moses, her fiance, in fears that he would end up running away. Uh, so he was essentially trapped there at the hotel and he was trying to go get new clothes. <laughs> well, that's. Oh, I'll drive for another one. <laughs> <laughs> Ari's been there from the beginning. Because I was there hosting the people, so I saw it. So I um, talking to everyone, hosting everyone, and it was like this crazy whoosh of people. You know what I mean? You don't have one second to. And then walking into the room and seeing everyone, it's so crazy. Mm -hmm. It was crazy. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, it's like a, it's like a dream where like you die and everyone in heaven is waiting for you. It's oh, like yeah. Titanic, yeah. and you're just like, oh my god, it's so crazy. I mean, look at that face. <laughs> It's like Titanic where everybody died a miserable, frosty, icy, wet death. <laughs> Every night in my dreams I see Trisha Paytas. Um, and I guess, let me see how I'm doing on time here. Uh, I think, uh, oh, I guess that was my three minutes for the clip. How long was that one? Shit. Did she admit to a kidnapping shit. on air? I mean, is that what we saw? Is it a kidnapping uh, she, she if, the, changed if you didn't her... take them from one place to another and you just locked them in the place they already were? Does that count as a kidnapping? Uh, you know, she never she she bounced the question off uh too soon. Um, I think to really like let it stew on people, but enough people caught it at the time. Um, this is just a snippet just to give you a taste of the show Frenemies, because uh, that. Previous clip is only two minutes, so we'll uh, do a minute of this one. Well, but you're, you're okay. way crazier than That's me. That's so not true. You hide it more. You literally just said how honest I am, and you respect that about But me. you hide the crazy is what I'm saying. Right you there. were into pills. You never talk about that, that you were a pill addict for a minute. What? If you're going to shame me for being off meds, you should say, hey, I'm on meds. I'm not shaming you for being off meds. This is why you are such a dangerous person, especially to be close with. You'll take something that somebody told you in confidence. You'll weaponize it against them. That's that, not true. That's what you just did. No, I'm, and luckily no. for 
are you? I don't no, care and I'm okay no. with it. You want me to weaponize you? Because I have things I could actually weaponize you this with is what and I'm I don't. About. No, because you just call me crazy being off my medication. So therefore, I I'm didn't say like, anything about being off your medicine. Push and push and push constantly. Nah, you're you fucked do. Up. You're fucked up. Your life is sad and pathetic, and mine is happy, thriving. So good. Mine luck. is not Have sad. fun on How? your beach weekend, eating room service, trying to get pregnant. Have fun I'm with that. That podcaster. sounds like a good family life. Like I have good, fulfilling, and good deep roots. Why do you think that like a lot of your friendships? Go I've to had shit. friends for so many years. And all of your boyfriends and relationships. That's oh, what I'm worried about Moses is that she's got a Rolodex of all this shit on you. When shit goes wrong, she's going to try to ruin shit your fucking life. Shit has gone wrong and I don't expose stuff I know. Like, Well, yes, you did. No, I didn't. Well, you did accuse him of being kind of flirting with underage girls. No, that wasn't it. That was not. It literally is about views. All you care about is like working, doing this. You're literally money. projecting on me. You call me money hungry and it's like literally all you do. When we were going to be 50-50 on this I'll stop it there. They uh, <laughs> they go in to discuss how much was actually spent on the show, and if you've seen, or if you haven't seen the video version of the Frenemies podcast, that's a table that's split down the middle, half black and half pink, and Ethan has this sort of dark, edgy black velvet curtains, while Trisha has the hot pink, uh, pink sure microphone. And uh, $50,000 they spent on the set. They uh, they end up arguing about it in this clip. And uh, she was not happy about the amount of money that she was making off the uh, off the agreement, which was like 45% of the actual revenue from the full episode, but not the not the clips of the episode, which the right. clips is where most of the, the, the clip. Yeah. She, you know, that's where she's going to thrive at because you can slam just so much crazy into that fucking 10 minute syringe, you know? Yeah. Um, I guess Everybody I give you a little knows sneak peek of my video I mean. outfit. I wore this. <laughs> uh, that's what I got. That's my uh, time. Wait, I yield my time. My, my last question though, is mm -hmm. this guy, her, her fiance's name is Moses. Mm -hmm. Did he go to the valet and did he tell him, let my people go. You're Jewish, right? Yeah. <laughs> whenever, like, uh, well, what did her do? That was so bad. Whenever, whenever Trish is on her period, does Moses part the Red Sea? Oh. Huh? Okay. Uh, what? <laughs> oh. Just because they trapped him. They trapped him. He was trapped. And his name wow. Was she was. Do you, how do you not? Here's my does problem. She not with see the irony. <laughs> Here's my problem with that whole like the drama between Ethan and Trisha and that whole frenemies show and all this stuff is like Ethan thrives on drama. He's a drama YouTuber. All he does is drama. He makes he made like a 30 minute long video just sitting there rambling about how the quarterings a white supremacist inbred like basically slanderous. I think a lot of what Ethan uploads like people could sue him. What he says about Tim Pool and Joe Rogan, I think it's you could be litigious and and really like get Ethan Klein for slander, but he all, he's like thrives on all this drama. And my problem, like when he's acting all like outraged or like, Oh my God, why are you saying that about Trisha? Like he's deep down, he's loving this because he knows it's just bringing so many eyeballs to his stupid fucking YouTube channel. Mm -hmm, no doubt. Wow. What so, a life. You know, there is a, there's definitely the, the angle that uh, Ethan is using this. <laughs> Mentally, crazy bitch yeah that's what steven crowder said that like said he's he's basically just using a mentally ill woman for uh views because that definitely mm, didn't give him a he's big bump in Ill as well well yeah <laughs> yeah yeah ethan klein is is not right and and right? this chick is this chick is clearly um 
I mean, she's I've never I've never seen anybody quite like her. She's really awful. Unfortunately, she reminds me exactly of a, a relative of mine. So I, I yeah, this relative has a she has a Jew fetish. My mouth uh, is dry as a chicken like nugget her, would be without a diet like soda. God. I'm perfect all the time. It's great. Uh, really so that leaves uh, Joy Reed up here next. All right, Joy Reed. Joy Reed. Joy Reed. Uh, what you got, Joy Reed? Let's go with her uh, classic clip that was going around everywhere um with like a little couple cherries on top at the end this is her uh i believe before the verdict yeah this was before the written house verdict this is her on written house's tears white tears it reminded a lot of people of something something way, she put this on, i can't remember what it was she put this on tiktok it reminded a lot uh. of people of something something i just can't remember what it was oh the Brett Kavanaugh hearings, in which Brett Kavanaugh, who had been accused by a high school friend of committing sexual abuse of her, cried his way through the hearings to make him a permanent member and associate justice of the United States Supreme Court. And his tears turned out to be more powerful than the tears of Christine Blasey Ford, which were the tears of an alleged victim. But in America, there's a thing about both white vigilantism and white tears, particularly male white tears. Really white tears in general, because that's what Karens are, right? They Karen out, and then as soon as they get caught, it's like, <laughs> green waterworks. White men can get away with that too. And it has the same effect, even as the right tries to politicize the idea that masculinity is being robbed from American men by multiculturalism and wokeism. They still want to be able to have their tears. The evening after Kyle Rittenhouse tearfully testified at his murder trial in Wisconsin, like a mini Brett Kavanaugh. Let me just remind people of the names of the victims. Joseph Rosenbaum, who was 36 years old. Anthony Huber, who was 26. Gage Grosskreutz, who's only 27 years old, was injured. These are the victims. These are the people um, that people ought to remember are the people who were hurt here, not the person who was crying on the stand today. Judge has done everything but, you know, offer to adopt Kyle Rittenhouse. Like, he seems so clearly on his side. I love that. The judge has done everything but offer to adopt Kyle Rittenhouse. Oh, God. Not hyperbole. Gross. Literally. <laughs> Quite literally. Ugh. Seriously. All right. Seriously. That's all I got for Joy Reid. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> probably like is so satisfied and crying. Everybody at the same knows time. that that. I mean, <laughs> all right. Polls are live. It's uh, Joy Reid versus Trisha Paytas. Oh, Joy Reid white, white people. I think. <laughs> Just like said, I think that's a fair statement, right? She hates white people. Is that what you said? Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah, I think that's uh, an under, not only a fair statement, but possibly an understatement. Uh, 865-465-6271. 865-465-6271. Give us a call and vote on Boober's poll. I don't know who created Pokemon Go. I don't give a shit. Four minutes. But I'm trying to figure out how we get them to have Pokemon go to the polls. Hot pockets and honey Tear buns. down Mickey Mouse's house. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> oh, you're Jewish, right? Sorry, Robert Kennedy Jr. Oh my! Classic, That's uh, Mary Kate Ultra put Jello a uh, picture of of uh, Trish Trisha Paytas in the uh, on the No Agenda social media. That's pretty good. <laughs> yes, she Unfortunate. did. Unfortunate. Damn. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> not great. As a matter of fact, not even good. <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give you a little uh, sneak peek on how that smash sounds. After I play these clips, I appreciate everybody oh calling goodness. in today. I just start getting so pissed at these people. We got a bunch of clips coming up. Phone lines are slow today. I don't know what's going on. Oh. Well, let's give them that number. Oh. oh, never mind. Asking you shall receive. Hello, caller. Oh, hello. I'm caller. How are you, caller? Hello, caller. Oh, hello, caller. We're call answerers. Oh, hello. I'm good. Uh, this is a tough one. I really want a joy versus joy, but oh, mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I, I I'm going with Paytas. I'm going with Trisha Paytas because she's she's so insane. Wow. Mm, yep. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think now, caller. The... There's been a little bit right? of debate today on. On who, if you're self-aware of being a douchebag, or if you're just so far gone, you know, does it give weight to the vote? So oblivious. If they know that they're douchebags, if they don't know they're douchebags. Yeah, I feel like they all, I feel like all the douchebags deep down know that they're douchebags, though. I feel like that's what they're getting paid to be. Like, they're getting paid to be Mm. douchebags that people just hate. Um, but I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But see, I don't think that that checks out. Well, but wouldn't, uh, like Steven Seagal would be an example (laughs) of someone if they weren't such a douchebag, they might be making more money in Hollywood. That's a good point. That's I think of all of them though. Like, and that's why he lost. Cause he's like, he's just legitimately a bad person. (laughs) Well, I think they're all legitimately a bad people though. Yeah. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Yeah. See, it all goes back to what the <laughs> definition of a douchebag is. What is a douchebag? Is it an awful human being, or is it a pathetic human being, or is oh. it something else? You know, I think it's. I think it's. It's a spectrum. Yeah, but I think overall, it's somebody that. Uh, what, what's like the the best way you could put it is somebody that does not follow the golden rule, but also is like just very unlikable and unself aware. I think Charlie was right that it's like in a lot of ways being. Uh, Having no, no little to no self awareness is a factor. Definitely, we are about forty five seconds mm-hmm. out from the polls closing. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Yay! I just want to take this fifteen wow. seconds before the timer music starts what? to say that. Uh, oh. <laughs> okay. Steven Seagal got robbed. His son Piker got robbed. <laughs> They went too soon. Yeah. They went too soon. <laughs> uh, so, caller, you're uh, you're going, Trisha. Let's. Um, who do you think's gonna win? 
joy. I think joy, and I hope it's a joy versus joy in the end. Then. Joy <gasps> to the world. Scandalous. I don't. I hope that's not the case because I don't want to face off against myself. <laughs> you mean you want to take his face off? Five, four, three, two. Oh God. One. That was ex- face off. Was a, that's that made John Travolta would be a good douchebag. Speaking of uh, oh, definitely. We'll have to pull straws for that one after the show. Final results. I couldn't do it. I had such high hopes for Trisha. It's oh, Joy Reed with fucking 68% of the motherfucking vote. God damn it. I'm telling you, man. Douchebag. People. They want joy in their life. I, I'm telling you the uh, I th- I'm sticking to my theory that like the more the person bashes Trump, the more the people on Ogina Social are going to vote against him. Well, um, I actually I don't normally do this for time's sake. Uh, I do request though t- to play two Trisha clips out because you just it would not it would just not be fair to make me choose between the two. Um, yeah, of course not. Everybody course knows not. that that. I mean, uh, this clip. I've decided. Is the color still here? Uh, color jinxed me. That's what it is. Uh, <laughs> color. <laughs> color is it your fault that Trisha lost? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's fine. It'll be fine next time. Next time we'll do a redemption arc. Uh, but I've decided to label this clip uh, Trisha Paytas female entrapment. Then I start getting fucking STDs. Oh, but a year and a half later, I find out a bigger deal STD, a, a big deal STD that I still have to tell everybody about today. He gave me money for medication. He gave me money like just on kind of on top of it. I think more to not say anything. Like it was very like hush hush because he is like a more known celebrity. Again, we continue our relationship. But what made him the worst boyfriend ever, I found out I was pregnant. Things happen that caused me to miscarry. I'll just put it that way. I blame him. And the amount of stress that I went through at the time of it. I love being filmed. <laughs> and I've never been pregnant. I want to. You've never been pregnant? Mm. Oh my God. And I was like, come at me. <laughs> I don't know why that shocked me. Now, were you all able to uh, follow what just happened there? She got she got a um, STD from a celebrity that she can't name. And the celebrity paid her off. Allegedly. Allegedly. And she was also trying to get pregnant from said guy. She was actively trying to get inseminated to have his baby. Okay. But she's also just went on to this other podcast and is talking about how she's never been pregnant before. We'll continue. Yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, well, I've been pregnant, not pregnant. Whoa, whoa. Well, why, then why don't you think you're pregnant? Because I just, I just never, I never gotten pregnant, so I just feel like I can't. Like, he actually, like, tries to get me pregnant. I don't have to, like, trick him or anything. Like, it's insane. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't recommend tricking dudes. I think I did in the past. I don't recommend it. Really? But, like, what did you do? I think I'd be like, yeah, I'm on birth control. Oh, that's so fucked up. It's fucked up, but girls do it. I'm just telling people out there, that's like. That's, like, illegal, I feel like. 
It's not. It's not. It should be. If a girl tells you to go on birth control, just don't believe her. Especially if you have money. Like, just don't believe her. Because you know what the biggest one I used to tell people is like, yeah, I got the shot. I'm good for like three years. Dude, I can't believe you did that. That's super scummy. I mean, I've done like way scummier things in the past. Who did you do it with? Oh my God, so many people. Like, like famous people that I slept with, I definitely was like trying to like, you're like I just want that, that child support. Uh, yeah, for sure. Wow. I thought that was my way to go. I applaud your honesty, but holy fuck, that's messed up. It's so messed up, and like, it definitely didn't work. It just gave me like chlamydia, which it made me infertile. So jokes on me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was bad. It backfired. It backfired big, big time. time. The guy I was trying to have a baby with, like, impregnated two pe- different people, and so I was like, well, "This is my ticket too." You know, like, let me in on it. it. Didn't work for me, but oh my god. Yeah. No. So this is baby OJ. Baby by miraculous conception. Well, it wasn't miraculous conception. It's more miraculous blackception. Miraculous blackception. I'm gonna go lay down and show them my belly. Uh, but fun fact, she's actually like eight months pregnant right now. So did she ever actually get chlamydia, which made her sterile? Was Moses uh entrapped by a pregnant uh or by Trisha Paytas saying that she was on birth control and actually wasn't? Uh, on birth control. Ha 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 ha. That yeah, kind of sounds you. like a lie. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I still uh, have so, yeah. no idea what this means. So I, uh, I kind of have a little regret now not leading with that clip, but uh, we have to say goodbye. To I don't Trisha. know, man. I think that Jew <laughs> one was still better. Than that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're all good. Like logistically. <laughs> If I left right now, do I get no money or can I at least get like two days paid? You know what I mean? Or like five days because I was over here early. Like 100% serious. <laughs> Those boys are fucking assholes. They're fucking immature. They're, you know, they're disgusting. They're fucking gross. Like they're just immature people. Like you can't change that. Like you just can't change it. I just don't want to be around it. I have a really good life. Like, you know what I mean? Like I don't need to be around this. <laughs> Maybe I'm just being oversensitive, but it's like I'm trying to stay in my own lane all day. I feel like I've been extremely boring on purpose all day to just stay out of people's way because it's such a high school mentality in here, and I hate it. And like it brings me back to that. And I really, I really don't like it. I really don't like it. I only have one thing to say about all this. There is no God. No God. No God. No God. No God. I just want a wash Okay. I, have <laughs> <laughs> I just want it. <laughs> you really are friends with that monkey. Uh, right? Ugh. That I'm a literal sound... podcaster. Uh, I think the comment of the day is still Charlie's Spamela Anderson. <laughs> God. That's the winner. <laughs> Okay. Well, I really, uh, I really tried to bring it, but uh, clearly it wasn't enough. F. Well, that's it. No worries. Uh, on to the, onto the part two of the semifinals, and then we're uh, home stretch after that. Charlie's still there. He had to go. The I am still here. Oh, I was going to say he had. All to, right. He, I was going to say he was I, going. I mean, he I had to go find. He had to buy, go buy some of that. Uh, Spam, but they had it locked in the case. I I, al- <laughs> I almost killed myself having to listen to that lady talk, but other than that, I'm 
Well, Mama always said, leave an impression. <laughs> what the fuck are you, a cop? <laughs> All right. No, uh, but if you ask me again, I am. Depends how much see. money you got in your pocket. What is what is that now? It's um, it's gonna be Joy Behar versus uh, De Niro, right? Is that right? I believe so. Yeah. Yep. That checks out. Uh, so, so coin flip says it's gonna be the second one, Robert De Niro. Oh, I'm just getting warmed up. Me and Bobby D. Bobby D. And me. I so. am the Irishman. I am the Bob E.D., the Irish kid. Uh, <laughs> I watched Taxi Driver the other day. That's a cl- it's a so classic. funny in that movie. It too. holds up. It's a classic. It is. It's actually a genuinely a great, great movie. And I think everybody else other than him who was in that movie is dead from, like, <laughs> drug overdoses and shit. Yeah. And Harvey Keitel, who's, like, 12 in that movie. Um, oh all right, my God! So. Remind me, remind me uh, before I cut off the stream to play Spanky's song "Kaitel's Lament." It's all about Harvey Kaitel. Mm, Kaitel's Lament yes. sounds like uh, an old Norse tale. So one of the old OBDM co-hosts made it uh, before he passed away. It's fantastic. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Uh, yes. Right. Okay. Anyway, Bobby D. So we got Bobby D. Here. Um, did you know? That people who talk about doing things in public are con artists. Like if they advocate for something, then that must mean that they have bad intentions, right? Like, for example, uh, conservative male politicians who rant and rave against gays. They probably spend a lot of time with male prostitutes themselves. And they're trying to project something, you know, to hide Whatever, and uh, that's what that's what Bob, you know Bobby D he uh, he doesn't like con art he doesn't like people do that could you please play Bob two con artists I think we have seen some of the most beautiful parts of this country uh, in terms of the heart of this country come to the fore in the past three weeks in the devastation and, yeah. and the recovery of Harvey and the same with Irma. Mm-hmm. This comes at a time of such division yeah. in America. And it seems to me like, and I wonder what you think, that people are yearning for togetherness. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. wasting mm-hmm. everybody's time about building a wall between Mexico and the States is, you know, come on, we, have, we, we need a lot of money for this. <laughs> and we're not, we're paying for that wall and somehow later on they'll find a way to say that we had to pay for it but I know the Mexicans aren't going to pay for it just Ukraine? on principle Fine. and um, so we really we need to really focus on other things Harvey Irma I mean total devastation come on this seems on. like a moment to me where America makes a choice do we come together or do we do we separate further from one another? Well, you would like everyone to come together, and maybe we will. I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, as far as Trump goes, he hasn't changed, and I was always saying, I'll give him a, you know, the benefit of the doubt that he'll change or do something. He hasn't done anything, as far as I can see, that changes from who he really is. What about DACA? Oh, oh, oh there you go. I mean, what what about it? He says 
they're going to get uh, DACA legislation through Congress. The dreamers yeah. are going to stay here. Yeah, so he put it on to them. Okay. Right? So in six months. So we'll see right. what he does if it's not dealt with in, within those six months. So if you were to we'll make, see. If you were to make a bet, do we as a country, you and I are sitting here five years down the road, is this country more together or further apart? I, I don't know. Maybe some miraculous things will happen uh, where even Trump will do something that's uh, surprising. I don't think so. But you never know. I'll even then say, okay, I give you that, but I just don't think so. I spent a lot of time along the, the Rust Belt in Kentucky in places that uh, where, where people put all mm -hmm. of their hope in this president. Yeah. And uh, their livelihood depends on his success. Right. Do you feel like Hollywood, you know, the, those living on the coast like I do, like you do, um, are too disconnected, were too disconnected from that pain? I understand that people feel, even I am hesitant sometimes to endorse somebody because I don't want to, now it's just an elite Hollywood person mm -hmm. doing that. But we, many of us feel that the right thing has to be done for people. And we really believe that. Someone like Trump doesn't really believe that. He can give lip service to it, but he doesn't really believe it. But they disagree with you. They tell me, because I've sat with them, yeah. I've had dinner with them, and yeah. they say, he gets me, and he, he is standing up for me, and he is putting America first. You so, know what the, con, the, the best con artists in the world say, I'm putting you first, and what happens? Mm. Self-awareness a little bit? Yeah, well, yeah, there's that. He goes, you know, we as actors really care about people. We really care about people. He doesn't care about people. And she's like, well, there are people that think he does. And, and he goes, yeah, but that's what con artists do. They <laughs> tell people that they care about people. And I actually care about people. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Almost like he, uh, he let a little bit too much of the behind the curtain information out slip out on that. Yeah, yeah. An actor mm. will always not lie to you. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're so bad at it. They aren't trained to do it or anything. It's not their job, you know? <sighs> wow. Yeah. Man, and yeah, De Niro is right. just he sounds like, like he's trying out for a writer job for Kamala Harris, too. Yeah. <laughs> What's that, sorry? De, De Niro's just boring, too, that's what I'm realizing. Yeah. Oh, he's a boring guy. Uh, Do you remember when he actually was standing up for something when the uh, Vax documentary was coming out and uh, he originally, they were trying to shut down the screening of it, but apparently he had a family member that was vaccine damaged and he's like, no, we're still putting it on at my film festival. And then there was so much uh, backlash that he finally pulled the film. That's when I think that mm -hmm. was like a big turning point in his, if he was ever had any integrity, that was when he lost the last of it. Yeah. He caved on that pretty 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 fast in order to save Tribeca Film Festival and uh um and that was it for him he became a a part of the empire as far as i'm concerned yeah hmm he he accepted the vax into his life yep yes he did I think on top of all that i think what the more you hear robert de niro talk the more you go oh i know, i know what it is you're you're really dumb. 
not, you're not like the brightest guy. Like I honestly thought like the characters he played were always like criminal masterminds and everything. And what I'm coming to realize is that he's kind of a dummy. Just like Sean. He's not yeah. all that bright. Like Sean Penn too. Like Sean Penn. Like they're I've so good at Iraq. mimicking intelligence, but it's it's only on, on the surface. And you just peel back a little bit and you go, oh, wait a second. You're like <laughs> a, a functionally retarded person. Hmm. Yeah, like like in Heat. Well, like if you take a movie like Heat where he's like this genius bank robber type professional criminal. I watched it the other day. I usually watch it once a year. It's it's a it's a habit of mine. And this few through, I was like, man, he's really like one dimensional. I used to think he was like this smart guy, but when you watch it, he's really not that smart at all. He doesn't come off as like a clever guy uh, in that movie anymore to me, but maybe that's just me. I, I don't, I think you're right. I haven't seen heat in a while though. Oh, Val oh. Kilmer's worst role. I love that <laughs> movie so much. Um, yeah, are right. we, are we on to uh, Behar? Oh, JB. We are on to Jables. Joy Behar. Jables. Jables and Bits. Uh, God, I got so many choices. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and do this one because it's one that I definitely want to squeeze in. And uh, the rest of this uh, will come to uh, post in post or something. But put it on in post. Uh, this is... Well, I'm just going to let you guess... This is just, a lot of these I took straight unedited from the Views YouTube channel. Um, so they're covering this is a day or two after that guy attacked Dave Chappelle on stage. Yeah, and Chris Rock was there. Um, mm-hmm. and they beat the shit out of that guy. Yeah, yeah, dude, the aftermath, the pictures of him on the stretcher with his leg just completely backwards. Yeah, dude, it was they like rocked that guy. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, no, the pictures was like that guy's head was like turned around backwards and his leg was. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, I was like, oh my God, they really fucked that guy up. Well, last night at the Hollywood Bowl, comedian Dave Chappelle became the latest performer who had to deal with somebody storming the stage and attacking him. We're happy to report that he was not hurt. And Chris Rock, who was also performing earlier that night, came back on stage at, for a quick encore. Take a look. Was that Will Smith? All kidding aside. I- okay. Whoopi's about to ask, what's causing these uh, comedians to get attacked on stage? Why are people more violent and can't take a joke? What do you think Joy Behar's answer is going to be? Um, mm, don't know. Math I have is to racist. get the smile off my face. Yeah. It made me laugh. <laughs> what do you think is happening? I mean, it's happening on airplanes. It's happening yeah. on street corners. People are just, just well, ran up so on there. things that could contribute to what's going on. The pandemic, the opioid crisis, the fact that Trump was out there saying uh, <laughs> things like, just knock the hell out of them. I promise you I'll pay for the legal fees. When- By the oh, way, Joy, yeah. when she says, of course, yeah, it's Trump's fault that Dave Chappelle got attacked. Uh, but when Joy says all this crazy shit that you would think it's off the top of her head, but no, she's reading off a cue card of the Trump quote. Knock the hell out of him, I'll pay for the legal fees. 
She's reading the shit off cue cards. And he had a heckler. Yeah. I mean, there are many factors involved here, but, and then Will Smith was like the piece de resistance, as it were. But by the way, don't you love comedians? Look at how they handled it. It was great. Give that boy a <laughs> <laughs> Okay, good. This is not a political thing. Come on, I know you want to wrap it all into policy, but this is really about security. Like, I don't understand. Why, well, it didn't happen before. It no, happened, it's happening. Will, Will Smith it wasn't particularly right leaning running happened. up on the stage and smacking yeah. Chris Rock. No, so, yeah, but I, exactly. I do think that Trump with... unleashed some incivility, at least, and, in, and our, in our and country. And we don't know anything about this person that went up no. there. No, but wait a second. Attack. You don't, don't notice that there's a certain amount of impulse control lacking in the population And a lot of days? studies a, a, attained or said that was in particular in regards to people being locked down inside, not in particular being locked down inside and staring at well, President the, Trump. Well, uh, like, Trump really, uh, he, he, he made the, the, pandem- the pandemic into like a cold. Do you remember? I think he hand- <laughs> Do you remember that? That's that has to do with with uh, the Dave Chappelle getting uh, attacked. Remember when Trump said the the pandemic was like a cold? What the fuck? <laughs> People being locked down inside, not in particular being locked down inside God. and staring at. President well, the, the, uh, like, Trump really uh, he, he he made the the pandemic the pandemic into like a cold. Well, Remember? I think he handled it so poorly. We've start we we've, yeah. we've stopped. <clears throat> We, we forgot how to laugh. Like, we became a country that, and not just a country, maybe a world, but I feel most here, that is so reactive and waiting to be offended by every single thing we look around at. My parents constantly you told me, say. sweetie, it's not always about you. Settle You know, like, and so there was a perspective there. Mm-hmm. And I think we've lost it. I think we've lost it because I, to me, you might even comedy say has we're, always we're been the We're lacking joy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not here. Uh. I mean, look at that face. Foul to life's condition of suffering. Anytime you go, and, and the thing you do when you walk into a room to watch a comic is you let them do their thing. The best comics will test the envelope and cross the line to be the best comedian they can be. So you go in knowing there's going to be a couple jokes where you're like, oh, maybe a step too far. Let it go. That's right. it. That's it. You just enjoy the rest of the show. Also, really quickly, uh, cancel culture just... really came from the left, though. So if that's the argument that Joy's trying to have, and you that's know. Specific, I'm talking about a lack of impulse control in I, the society right now. I just think people are rude. a security issue, people though. Are rude. Up on people are just rude, and we don't know about this kid, so we don't know. Yeah. We don't know why he did what he did. So let's move on from the conversation. Who stormed the Capitol? And we'll be Do right you remember back. That? <laughs> Stephen Colbert. She works that in. Whoopi's like, this is, dude. I the more I watched, I watched so much of the View for this. The like, I've started to like Whoopi a lot more because Whoopi has just had enough of Joy's dumb shit. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Whoopi will just be like, what the fuck? But yeah, I love that. Right at the end, right before commercial break, Whoopi's like, all right, we're done with this conversation, and then you hear Joy go, "Who stormed the Capitol? You remember that? You remember that, guys?" Good people on both sides. Remember that? <laughs> she brings up Charlottesville like three times a day on the view. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. How about yeah. Seattle? How about Portland? How about yeah, Minneapolis? Mm-hmm. The mini apocalypse. <laughs> All right, that's that's my joy. Uh, round two joy clips. I think we're ready for the poll in the phone lines. Oh, oh yes, indeed. Uh, Robert De Niro, Joy Behar, not one day. Instead, five minutes. Uh, there we go. Pull. We could just do a really long show and have a one-day pull there. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Start a fire, get a chicken going. Charlie, are you aware of what this crazy bastard did for his 100th episode? Are you? No. Have you heard this story? <laughs> no, please enlighten me. 
uh, streamed for like 16 or 17 Sir. straight hours and had like 40 guests on or something. Yep, recorded Jesus. the whole thing straight. <laughs> Were you on crystal meth? Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that off the air. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was Don't definitely, a, I was definitely hammered by the time, by the, for the last two or three hours, I busted the whiskey out, and that's when things got bad. Because <laughs> I'd been like day drinking beers <laughs> like the whole day, and then I busted the whiskey out, and then the things went out of control. Uh, I love it. Were you raising money for a charity? <laughs> <laughs> I should have been. He was. He lost it though. <laughs> yeah, I lost it. In, Where'd that money go? I lost it in gamble. I gambled it away the next day on scratch offs. <laughs> it's definitely one of the fondest experiences. Uh, <laughs> If uh, I had the pleasure of being involved in with these shows with abs and a six pack, that was fun. <laughs> it was a blast. I was I enjoyed a, a good, a very short but but modest but respectable. I would say a seven hours myself on the show. It was great, <laughs> yeah. great time. Oh, shit. <laughs> I thought our three hour uh, show with Alex Stein was long, but that's nothing. Oh, yeah. It's just getting warmed up. <laughs> uh... Just a taster. Yes, you gotta be uh, careful eight, with the sir seat sitter. You sit down, I see you know it's the next day. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh that number to call is eight six five four six five six two seven one. Eight six five four six five six two seven one. I still have no idea what this means. It means you got three minutes left to give us a call and let us know who should be uh the bigger douche. Is what, it Joy Behar you, or Robert De Niro? You understand? Is Joy Behar known for? What did she do before The View? Like is Stand-up she, comedy. She's not a comedian. I'm sorry? I actually, um, I don't know if it would taint the voting pool, but I have did pull three minutes of, the first three minutes of a stand-up set of hers. Oh, good. Oh, she's a stand-up comedian? Joy Behar is? Yeah, she's, a, she's a, in movies yeah. and stuff. Hello, caller. Oh, my God. Caller? Good afternoon, caller? gentlemen. This is, hello, can you hear me? How are you? Yep. Hello. This is Servito, the producer, gentlemen. Oh, Servito. Well, thank you. Uh, what a Our producer yeah, also, Chris, I'm, I'm also DC. I don't know how many producers you think you have, but I think it's just me, man. Oh, okay. So you, okay. So you, okay. So you <laughs> double produced this episode then. Just, you can, you can credit me twice. Servito okay. and DC. I'll take it all. I got mm. you. <laughs> Executive producer. Well, thank you. Executive. Yeah, um, I don't really have much to say. I just wanted to call in and cl- clarify that. I've tried emailing you a couple times, and I think, like, <laughs> am I being clear, or is he not reading this properly? And, you know, when I, when I hear stories about you taking too much acid back in your 20s, and I think of my own 20s, <laughs> I realize I'm, I might be staring in a mirror here trying to figure out who's not being clear. So, Huh, well, uh, I'll check my spam folder, I guess, because I... Check both the emails uh, I before. I the wouldn't show. worry about it at all. Just keep up the good work, gentlemen. I'm trying to well, trying to start a campaign for you. Dollar a douchebag. That's all you guys are asking for. Dollar a douchebag. All right. I like Dollar it. douche. That's a good. That's Dollar a, good a douche. You're. I'll put that. You're on up to fifty six now. You do six more. You're up to sixty four. You know, make this make this a thing, guys. <laughs> all right. I like that's it. A good idea. Uh, well, while we got you, while we got you here, uh. Were you thinking Joy Behar or Robert De Niro? And we're about Dude, I want the Joy on Joy grudge match, man. I want those bitches locked uh, in a cage. 
that's there's a 50 50 chance that happens i know and to go back to the 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 terrible star wars references earlier can we get more like hut movies not just jab of the hut but like a joy the hut and then a joy versus joy the hut (laughs) oh yeah joy about the hut i I hear the start working on parody i hear the music i hear the music i think you're closing in on a vote i'll let you go all right thank you sir vito Salute, sir. All right, thanks, guys. Take care. In the morning. Hell yeah. Servito. <laughs> Ten seconds left. Here goes my producer. I never would have guessed that uh, both the producers of this episode were the same guy. Five, four, three, two. One. two Take their face off. One. Oh, my God. I'm serious. Oh, he's serious. Oh, understand? Oh, 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 look at him. It's, oh, it's horrible. Oh, oh, Hot pockets. And honey, survey says it's 78% of the vote to Joy Behar. 27 people coming in. Robert De Niro Uh, couldn't cut it with the 22% that he got. Wow, incredible! Well, Joy's got that racism going. See, Bobby D isn't racist. That brings us to round three Joy versus. Well, no, we can need a playout clip for De Niro, don't we? Oh yeah, sure. Uh, well, uh, well, you know, hey, how about him ripping on Trump? Bob won. No introduction. Okay. Uh, here we go. Welcome back. We're thrilled to be joined now by someone who literally needs no introduction: legendary actor, director, and producer Robert De Niro, to reflect on the loss of a president that he has strongly confronted. Robert, I want to get right to it. Let's take a look at your straight talk. I'm going to say one thing: Trump. So blatantly you fucking said it. stupid. This guy is should not be president. Period. A lot of criticism of you. Fuck him. Okay. Well, you know this is cable, Sorry. so it's not an. He's a punk. He's a dog. He's a pig. He has no idea <laughs> of what his purpose in life is as the president should be. He's a con, a b- artist, a mutt who doesn't know what he's talking about. You have a kind of a, a weird, <laughs> twisted president who thinks he's a gangster. <laughs> Uh, he's a, not, not even a good gangster. He's a national disaster. He talks how he wants to punch people in the face. Well, I'd like to punch him in the face. Oh, no. Oh, there wow. it is. Oh. I had to hit you with the greatest hits, man. Uh, let's be nice. Yeah, let's be fair. <laughs> he's a mutt. He's a dog. He's <laughs> I think him and Joy grew up in the same neighborhood. Yeah, they should have. They should have gone up against. They grew, they grew up in Brooklyn. Oh God, or whatever, whatever. Bobby D, no deal, man. Sorry, couldn't make it. I wanted to play mousetrap. You roll your dice, you move your mice. Nobody gets hurt. Oh, yeah, fuck you. I got nipples, <laughs> Greg. Can you milk me? <laughs> Biden's poll numbers uh, are tanking. The Democrats why are his wrong. numbers tanking? Why? He's doing pretty good job. Why? Doing great job. Wow. Uh, all right. Well. So that's uh, now we are officially at the final matchup. It's Joy versus Joy. Um, wow. Final round three. See, I think I I'm going to go out on a limb, and I just want to get this out into the air. Uh, I, I cannot help but notice that maybe this 
bundle of joys helped persuade the vote that people already in the back of their mind wanted, wanted to see the conclusion joy. of yeah mm. it seemed I'm like people your, well, your crafty ways sir, sir, it seemed like people also kind of had like not all i mean there were some definitely some upset victories where the clips did sway people but just the way i was looking at the uh the socials uh whether it was like discord or especially no agenda social it, lo- it seemed like people kind of already had their minds made up of who they were going to vote for before we even did the show. <laughs> but that's it's hard not to do that because you already have all these biases uh, about like the people you hate more and who's the bigger douche. But, mm. uh, right. Turns out we're all the douchebag <laughs> all along. Yay! <laughs> Congratulations! I got the little fishies. <laughs> so who's, uh, who's, who's first, Joy or Joy? Which joy is going first? Wait a minute. No. Okay. Oh, Jesus. You're, you know what? You're right, too, because there was a Bill versus Bill, and that was Cretchen versus Cretchen with the bag of bills. He had Bill Gates versus Bill Nye, and he, they both went to the finals. Oh, yeah. a bag of bills. I think you're right. I think mm. there's we might have to make it because if that's two for both times that somebody brought two people with the same first name, they both went to the finals. We might have to make a new rule where you have to you can't do that. Uh. It's uh, definitely something to consider. Definitely something to we have to be as scientifically thorough about this as possible. Because now, once you brought yes. that up, now I'm thinking about it. Kretschia did get Bill Gates and Bill Nye to the final. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I like being scientifically thorough. Let's do yeah. it. Oh, I'm just getting warmed up. What the fuck are you, a cop? You are going to get down on your hands and knees. <laughs> I'm going to go lay down and show them my belly. <laughs> what a Spend ghoul! Done. Okay. All right. Final round, boys. Final round. Joy or Joy? Who's going first? Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I spaced on that one. It's going to be uh, Joy Behar. Joy Behar. All right. I'm going to let you guys choose from a smorgasbord of clips here and you tell me what you want. Um, I've got The View versus Tulsi Gabbard. I've got Joy Behar's the first couple minutes of her doing stand up at the Gotham Comedy Club. I've got mm. Joy Behar's political retardation supercut that I made that I teased earlier. I've got uh, an A and B clip of Joy Behar defending Mike Bloomberg during the Democrat primaries. I've got Joy pulls a chunk, uh, Sink Younger, uh, as far as like seeming to be a little too into animals. Um, oh. most, most of these are taken directly from the Views YouTube page presented as highlights from the View. Um, except the super. Do you have any of her yelling at black people? <laughs> uh, I think that's uh, the closest thing I have to that is the one I played where she's yelling at the lady, calling her, saying that like the black community had my back. It wasn't blackface; it was, it was an homage. Oh yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah, I had Joy pulls a chunk. Uh, a little too much in animals. That's straight from the views YouTube. I have, um, Joy slices her hand cutting an avocado. Uh, that's highlighted on the views YouTube. Um, Jesus Christ! Yeah, I'm gonna say to I'm gonna say either stand, up. stand, yeah, stand up, stand up. Okay, all right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen, Joy Behar. Woo, woo. Okay, welcome to Gotham Comedy Live. Oh, here God. we are. Where are we? Here we are. Where are we? 
Okay, so is it nice to be here tonight? I'm thrilled to be here. What lovely, beautiful people we have here. Lovely, beautiful. I used to teach before I did this, you know. I used to teach English to the high school dropouts in the worst neighborhood in New York. Were you in my class? It's possible. You know the kind of kids who go to jail because they set fire to their parents? Then they would send them to me to teach them the difference between who and whom. That was the job. And I would try to make it relevant. I'd say, whom do you wish to murder, not who? <laughs> then I switched over to elementary school because I figured they don't pack a piece in the third grade. You know, you're scared of them. But they'd send me to like this, one of these goody-goody suburban schools where the kids would just snitch on each other all day long. I hate that, don't you? I come from, I'm Italian, we don't fucking snitch. <laughs> Miss Behar, he said F. Miss Behar, he said F. I was like, leave me alone, I'm putting on my mascara here. <laughs> they were relentless. Miss Behar, I was finally one day, I said, okay, who the fuck said F? <laughs> who the fuck? And I got fired, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, they snitched on me, the little bastards. <laughs> so you may know me from The View. Do you know The View? Well, I had to leave last year because I was getting a contact high from Whoopi Goldberg. All afternoon, I have the munchies. I'm putting on weight. I have no idea why. You know? But a lot of people would not come on the show because of me. Imagine that, a sweet thing like me. Sarah Palin, for example, would not come on the show. She told Barbara Walters I was too hard on her. Do you know who Sarah is, don't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I said, Sarah, come to New York. We'll shoot some rats in Central Park. We'll look at pictures of Russia at my house. It'll be great. But no, she didn't want to come. <laughs> and, and, and what, a, what yeah. a pathetic group is running for office now. Have you been following this at all? Like this guy Huckabee. Seen this? Seen this? You know who he is? He's a little chunky. He wants everyone to be a Christian. If that happens, who's going to do my taxes? That's what I want to know. You're Jewish, right? Woo! Uh, I'm, actually, I'm actually not. I'm, I'm raised Roman Catholic, but I, I have a great oh opportunity for Jewish people in Israel. You're gay. That's what it is. All right. It's two minutes and 47 seconds of Joy Behar's stand-up. She did talk about black people there a little bit. Yeah, she, well, yeah, she, she kind of called them thugs and criminals more than she yeah. mentioned their race. She implied that they were stupid. Uh, she also uh, made a Jewish accountant uh, joke, so that's good. Yeah. She... <laughs> it's okay, she's Italian. Yeah. We don't fucking snitch, we're Italians. Ooh, and Italian that brings Italian us to snitch. Joy Reid. Um, I uh, didn't expect Joy Reid to make it this far, so this is the only clip I have left. Oh, this is straight from the uh, the Late Show with Stephen Colbert's YouTube page, and the title is uh, "Trump something." Uh, Trump turned the Republican Party into a party that that endorses Russian propaganda, basically, or the party of Russia. But on the on the Colbert's YouTube page, when they have Joy Reid on, the you, the title is "T asterisk 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 asterisk" because they can't spell out or say the word Trump. They had to censor the word Trump's. So it's... You get what you see what I'm saying? 
even in the title, they couldn't use the word Trump. It's T blank, 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 blank. He who shall not be named. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of. Who? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was interesting. God. But here's a. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen. This is Joy Reid on Colbert. Uh, and this was right when the uh, Ukraine stuff was kicking off. Ladies and gentlemen, my first guest tonight is a political analyst for MSNBC and host of The Readout. Please welcome back to The Late Show, Joy Reid. There are a lot of people here, yes. Um, uh, thanks so much for being here. Always great to be here. Good to see you. There's so much to talk about. And yes. you're, you know, come on, real news person. You know, we make our jokes. Ha, ha, oh, you're yeah. a real but news person. <laughs> some serious stuff is going on. Yeah. Yesterday, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin put 8,500 troops on heightened alert. From what you've learned, what does heightened alert mean? Have they moved from like decaf to regular? <laughs> what, what, what does it actually mean? I'm sure they are definitely moving to regular because mm -hmm. it's stressful. I mean, and, you know, we were looking this up some... <laughs> And I think it's I think it's especially <laughs> true after the previous president who was such a toady to to Putin and yes. you know and sucked up to him. Um, well, that gets me to my that takes me to my next question. What do you make of the Republicans out there who are they may be but it seems to come from the right saying that we should be supporting Russia that they've got a reason to do this that yeah. why are we treating that as a bad thing if Russia goes in? Do you have any idea of where that comes from? Because it seems like a pretty big flip for the people who are worried about communism taking over the United States. You know, it's interesting that you know there are a lot of ways in which I think Donald Trump just exposed things about the United States that maybe we didn't want to know about ourselves. Mm -hmm. But this is the one fundamental way that he changed it. I mean, the idea that you have people like Tucker. Literally, he appears on Russian state TV more than most Russian anchors do. He's, they're playing his clips back because he's on their side. The fact that Donald Trump has led a political party that had Ronald Reagan as their previous sort of patron saint into the arms of Russian propaganda, into the arms of Russia's view of the world, that he flipped that party. I mean, there are Russian members of Congress who are getting frantic, angry phone calls in their offices demanding that they side with Russia, saying Russia's got reasonable demands and that we should give in to them. I mean, that is one way in which Donald Trump's really sycophancy to Russia has infected that entire party. They <laughs> Joe Biden felt it necessary to apologize to Peter Ducey for calling him on a hot mic yeah. a stupid son of a bitch. When it is when is it appropriate for a president to call a reporter a stupid son of a bitch? Can I just tell you, I feel like this Republican crowd could not have survived Lyndon Baines Johnson. I mean, Lyndon Johnson used to say, come in here, I'm on the toilet. I need you, uh, member of Congress or Senator, come talk to me now. I I'm going to flush before I'm done. Like, right, total they, power play. Total power play. I mean, this guy was vulgar. I mean, I'm sure he called people much of, much worse than a, than a son of a bitch. I mean, the idea that there's... Uh, yeah, he did, but I don't think you're going to mention that, Joy. <laughs> he said yeah, a lot worse yeah, than that. yeah. <laughs> Why don't you talk about what else LBJ said? She made him sound cool. She didn't bring up his well, blatant racism. Is, wasn't he the one that ushered in uh, the welfare? Yeah, and he uh, his quote of... No man in the house and all no that? No man about the house, and he's when he was introducing that type of legislation, he said, we'll have these N-words voting Democrat for the next hundred years, was his exact quote. Joy Reid called Clarence <laughs> Thomas an Uncle Tom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God. Uh, Joy Reid. I don't think Trump ever pulled his dick out to people in the way that Lyndon did. Lyndon B. Johnson did. Yeah. 
Be like, hey, check this out. <laughs> oh, God. Um, you know what time it is? You know? Look at my watch. <laughs> back to uh, back to Joy Reid. Here, let me read this to you. Much worse than a, than a son of a bitch. I mean, the idea that there's the snowflakery about people who love to say, let's go, Brandon. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, my God, you can't call Peter Deuce. You can't. I mean, really? Grow up, y'all. Come on. That's not the worst thing a president. John McCain has said worse. Oh, yeah. John McCain, Defending Biden. Woo. John McCain's never, never been president, for one thing. And second of all, this is a woman that spent four years on TV crying and bitching and being a snowflake, to use her term, about everything Trump said. And now she's like, y'all, y'all, y'all can't even handle it. Grow up, everybody. <laughs> the worst thing a president. John McCain has said worse. Get John over it. President. These are adults. They're all adults. We have to take a quick break. Yeah. Let's <laughs> right. be nice. All right. That's, oh my goodness! I guess that's uh, that's time to poll. I don't know who All created right. Pokemon Go, but I'm trying to figure out how we get them to have Pokemon go to the polls. Eight six five four six five six two seven one. Give us a call for the last match of the night. Polls are live over at NoAgendaSocial.com. This is the last one. It's the joy and joy. Pokemon. Have Pokemon. Joy versus Joy. Who hates joy. black people most? Who's <laughs> <laughs> the biggest shill? Yeah, who knows? Oh, we just gotta catch them all. Collar, did you Pokemon go to the poll? Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm going to the poll, and I and I'm voting for Joy Behar because she's been around longer she's a bigger fucking douchebag although joy reads god damn's a close second like seriously like you couldn't have picked two worse cunty douchebag women for <laughs> for the battle of the douchebags yeah because <laughs> you're a cunt yeah well and trust me i i i know given who i was who i was married to for 25 years yeah i know i know some pretty nasty cunts oh boy <laughs> yeah. top shelf douchebags <laughs> oh <laughs> However, was, only famous to me, not famous to anybody me. else. <laughs> <laughs> now, Collar, do you think it'll oh, be a close race? Like, I don't know. I haven't even. I, I, to be honest, I haven't looked uh, to see what it is going to be because I need to. I need to vote. Somebody stole the phone. I was listening to it on probably because she's uh, listening too. <laughs> a close race? Why did you anyway. have to bring race into this? Oh, you're right. Yeah, by the way, Fina, Phoenix called this like at the very beginning. She says like, yeah, it's it's going to come down to the to the to the lack of joy. Uh, and, yeah. uh, and, and the, yeah, it's like, yeah, who's, who's a bigger cut? And, you know, Ty goes to the woman who's been doing it longer and is, is more irritating as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Tom Starkweather so, said the same thing before the show started. He said it's going to be joy versus joy. I think a lot of people were thinking, you know what? You know what I? Sh- uh, I guess if I ha- we could have avoided this by having them on the same side of the bracket, so that it was impossible for them to face off. Maybe mm. that's what we do. When well, we have- but I, but I think but I think you but I think you wanted it anyway. I think it's, I think that that made for the best radio because it, it extended it out for you know the length of time. It'd be really easy. All the other polls would be really easy. So this so you you actually set it up the right way so that uh, so that you know you get you get the, the maximum entertainment for it. You know, as a as a fellow podcast producer, I I approve of that choice. <laughs> Nice and we are work. about halfway halfway through this poll, ladies and gentlemen. You got about two and a half minutes left. 
You can so still get over there and vote. Yeah. So the callers going bay. Yeah, go, vote vote early, vote often. Yeah. And Pokemon yeah, go for, through the I'm, poll. Uh, yeah. Just as a oh, side God, note, yeah, um, yeah Pokemon I, go. I was just going to say, this is totally unrelated, but uh, as a side note, on Twitter right now, Epstein Island is trending and Vaccine Injured is trending. So I'm not sure if like, somebody fell asleep at the Twitter censorship wheel or what. but Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, having those things actually out. Yeah, somebody, yeah. Clearly the AIs aren't doing their job. Yeah. Right? The, you know, the algos. How <laughs> weird can I be? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, I don't know. The, the, people have been asleep at the wheel of Twitter for a long time, anyway. So, you know, but it's, uh, you know, it's, a, it's just a question of how long it's going to take to fail. You know, there is no such thing as too big to fail for social media networks. That, that those those chamokes need to freaking just go away. <laughs> huh? What's Twitter? Never heard of it. Hashtag yeah, vaccine yeah, exactly. injured. Super sudden death. Oh my God! Is it? <laughs> oh, where it's? Is it really sudden death? No, that was just well, a vaccine joke. Really? <laughs> so... <laughs> syndrome. Why? Super sudden death syndrome. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. Uh, everybody hurry up and vote, <laughs> but neither of the joys care if you have ID or not. <laughs> no, like, clearly they don't. Yeah, I mean, you know, th- th- exactly. Like, yeah, let's, uh, you know, let's make it, you know, it, you know, thirty-three, you know, thirty-three percent and three hundred and thirty-three percent. I mean, why not? I mean, if they're all the votes are fake anyway, right? So, you know, voice, why does it have to add up to hundred percent? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Sir Seed Sitter fixes all these. You know, it's all, it's all fixed. <laughs> well, well, of course. Yeah, I we're can't, about I can't thirty wait. seconds yeah, out. Call her anything else? Thirty seconds. No, I'm good. No, I'm good. Uh, I think I, so. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm happy to. Yeah, happy to participate in this uh, shit show. And and, and and yeah, and may the best or the worst joy win. Thank you, caller. We love you. All right. Bye. Thank you, caller. Bye. 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 Oh my God. So close. Oh wow. Final <clears throat> results. Survey says. I see. How did this happen? Oh no! You, somebody waited to the very last oh, second. Oh my god! I know. Was... I know what you did. And uh, with fifty-fifty, Joy oh. Reed and Joy Behar oh. are oh the god. winners. And a it's super sudden joys. death. Oh my god! Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> so now we are at super, super sudden death. Right. Uh, super sudden death. What did wow. we do last time? I don't remember. Last time, I think we played, well, we played an extra clip. clip. We played an extra clip for each of them and just put up another poll. Yes. I think. It was, do you have was another it? It was clip Adam for Conover. both of these guys? I don't have any more Joy Reid, but I can do, I can, uh, find, well, you know, I can find something on the fly while I play a Behar. Yeah, yeah. We'll sum it up. Yeah, just do one clip of each and then. And then we'll do another poll. I think I had some extra uh, read clips that I ended up just not clipping down that are still bookmarked. So. That's great. 26 people voted. 50-50. 13 versus 13 votes. Wow. But it was... Booberry, do you remember who who was that had the the one vote lead right it before was somebody evened it up? It was Behar. Behar, Behar was on. Mm-hmm. Behar was up and then one person snuck in. At the last second. All right. I was actually... <laughs> I was actually considering uh, 
voted because I, I, you know, because I'm posting the polls, I don't get a chance to vote on them. And uh, I almost grabbed the behind the schemes account on podcastindex.social <laughs> <laughs> just to vote to make it not be a, a tie. Oh, but that's see, that's real election meddling right there. If you did that, yeah, that's we can't true. vote. We, I was we, thinking about the, that. Oops. I want everybody to know that we don't vote. All right, here's Joy Reid, everybody. Uh, this is Joy Reid blasts Nicki Minaj. And people like Nicki Minaj, I have to say this. You have a platform, sister, that is 22 million followers. Okay, I have 2 million followers. You have 22 million followers on Twitter. For you to use your platform to encourage our community to not protect themselves and save their lives, my God, sister, you could do better than that. You got that platform. It's, it's a blessing. It's a blessing that you got that, that people listen to you. And they listen to you more than they listen to me. For you to use your platform to put people in the position of dying from a disease they don't have to die from, oh, my God. As a fan, as a hip-hop fan, as somebody who was your fan, I'm so sad that you did that. So sad that you did that, sister. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was the whole clip, and that was straight from the MSNBC YouTube channel. God wants you so vaccinated. Good. Oh. <laughs> Uh, okay, and then Behar, do we want uh, the political retardation supercut? Um, yes, the, or the uh, or yes. the joy beast, borderline bestiality, or uh, joy cuts her hand uh, trying to slice an avocado, <laughs> the avocado hand. Oh, god, I um, if I, I had to recommend, I'm I'd very, the, the avocado I'm very, one is very like, tempted. The avocado one is funny, very in theory, tempted by the bestiality. I mean, the Shink Charlie, was a fan favorite. What, what, why don't we let uh, Sir Seat Sitter pick, since he knows the best, which one's the funniest? Which well, one I would just, say you know. just, I would exclude the avocado one just because it's funnier saying it than it actually is listening to it. How about the, it? the compilation of her, her political retardation? All right, and then I'll put the other ones mm. in, uh, in post then. You're my hero, or they say Shiro these days. In many ways, I was having Zooming with some friend of mine the other day, who's a big, you know, Zooming. Democrat, left of center. And he said, I just, I just can't stand her. And I said to him, you are a sexist. To me, there is no reason. <laughs> the only reason you don't like her, I said to him, is because she's female. Even Trump himself seems to be encouraging the comparison. Look at this photo from a recent rally. Okay. This, this is, <laughs> he's got them raising their hands, making a vow that they will vote for him. And on the right, you've got them giving the Hitler salute. I mean, the comparisons visually are not good. It's ludicrous to me. I mean, the yeah. things that come out of their mouths, are, one of them said that they thought that George Bush was a Nazi. Was a Nazi. Yeah. And then you think, how <laughs> dumb is this woman? Just remember one thing. She will be voting. She yeah. will be voting. Uh, let's not forget that Trump has been accused by multiple women, over 15, of sexual assault. We're in the middle of this Tara Reid uh, accusing Biden of sexual assault. Are we supposed to believe her just because she's a woman? People know him, and they know the gaffes, and they know that he screwed up with Anita Hill, and they know that he's touchy-feely and he didn't mean it. Someone said to me at one of my shows, how come Donald doesn't go after the new girls at The View? I said, I think he's scared of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a hard time clapping for well, him in clapping. general. Well, they're clapping. 
They they can, no, you they can, everyone can criticize. do whatever they want. But you the know, Clintons made hundreds of millions of dollars. I mean, if you want to talk about people making money off of politics, that's a slippery well, slope for all parties. The Clintons involved. were the president of the United States for eight years, and his, his wife was the secretary of state and ran for president. The Clinton Foundation they, got Saudi money that is highly only, nefarious, and it doesn't exist anymore. At this so point, I guess only Republicans yeah. are allowed to make money in this world. No, not at all. We're, we're capitalists. We actually like when people make money, unlike Democrats. No, I, I, I have to, I will say, I, I will That's say. A That's I, a good one. Since I'm sitting here in a velvet jacket, <laughs> making a very good living. Thank you very much. I think a woman's place is in the resistance. The woman won the election. <laughs> When we, You're already out of the gates win. talking. She well, did win. But, but you know, we asked her that she that didn't that win. She, <laughs> she did I mean, win. She won the popular She won the popular vote. Yeah. But we don't elect presidents of America with the popular vote. I get that, vote. but the numbers are still there. Because it's a lot of people still enthusiastic. And I was trying to explain, because one of my producers this morning was saying, why do people love him so much? And I was like, sometimes it's not just that they love Trump so much. It's that they hate the same things Trump hates. That's what's going Ooh, on black as people, well. you mean? And no, I mean... <laughs> Who do they hate? Who do they you know hate? What? You know what, Joy? I really who come here hate? every day open-minded right. just trying to explain it. Okay. And it's not a fun job for but me every day. But who do they hate? I know you're angry. I you get it that I'm you're angry. angry that Trump's president, like a lot of people are. I'm angry are, about every single thing he's doing. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. <laughs> we'll be in there going, bye, y'all. I had to include Nice. Yeah. Well, that's the, uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That woman, dude. This that woman. woman. This woman. Joy Behar is. All right. I knew. She, I knew I had a winner on my hands when I, when I picked her for sure. Joy Reid. Here we go. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll we'll crack open this uh, poll one last time, and uh, it's uh, joy on joy. So help me God, crack if somebody poll. makes this thing a tie. <laughs> okay, if you guys it's a tie, then if this is a tie, them win. If this is a tie, then yeah, I, I mean, I'm fine with that. We can just, <laughs> we can just add an extra episode we have to do before we get to the champion eight. Just eliminate them both. Part 6.5. Yeah. <laughs> Six point B. Uh, yeah. Oh, boy. Polls are open, folks. Joy Reed versus Joy Behar. I guess we I'll open the, the phone line one going. more time. 865-465-6271. Jeez. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my goodness! Oh my what a god. joyful final! I don't want to start a fight right now, but I'm I'm standing <laughs> up and saying this is the last time I'm doing your show. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to I don't want to make a big deal out of it. I don't want to get threatening, but this is the last time. Okay, I'm coming on your show. All right, show. if you insist. Yes. <laughs> You know, when, when, when they announced the Joy Behar shows going off the air, yeah. all of America said, she has a show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're right. Who is she again? Yes, yes. This, this was right up there with uh, Ellen DeGeneres <laughs> announcing she's a lesbian. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I, I should like, do oh that. We think that'll help if I announce I'm a lesbian. Yes, yes. Lesbian. I'm going to announce I'm a lesbian. <laughs> And but see, I couldn't because lesbians get women. 
That's true. Yeah, so I can I can say. So how are you going to do that? And yeah, so it wouldn't be believable in my case. Well, you have a beautiful wife. I mean, you you, you don't do justice to your sexual I, magnetism. Uh, yes, well, that's because I don't have a penis. Yes, it's, uh, it's, uh, you still that's don't? a whole other story. You still I was going to do that on the, your next show, but uh, I guess we'll never get to that. We won't get to that. Not well, on this network, You know, no. if, if, if after September 11th, Osama bin Laden became your, your guest host, he never would have been found. He, 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 he could have been here for years. And, uh, you know, he'd be like, uh, yeah, you know, you're friendly. He'd be there with the turban. And, he didn't wear a turban. Uh, yes. It... Make sure to correct the record on that. He did not wear a turban. She has to correct him. He did not wear a turban. Oh She's so god. unlikable. Oh my god. That great. Maybe the worst ever. Alright, we got 31 people who have already voted. We got two minutes left. Oh, that's more than voted in the uh, original, I think. Yeah, we, people got excited. They wanna they wanna be the, the vote changing group. <laughs> Super sudden. Destiny is vote. on the line, people. Ask them if they would like to read the greatest script in the world. (laughs) (laughs) We all agree that if if it's another tie, Steven Seagal just wins. Yeah, just by default if we have another tie. Just by default. I care a little. Can you see my outfit? Um, I guess I'll give you a little sneak peek of my video outfit. I wore this. Oh my god, Nestworks already has jammed out a joy versus joy. Yeah. <laughs> Final sudden that. death image. <laughs> uh, super sudden. That is one minute out. Awesome. One oh minute out. I like how Joy's there with Donald Duck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Okay>. Amazing. <clears throat> All right, one minute, guys. Oh my goodness. Eight six five four six five six two seven one. You have less than one minute to say hello. And We're tell us finally going to figure out the champion is who the champion. Hopefully. Le champion. I do agree. If they tie again, we should um, either just nobody wins or Steven Seagal wins. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, oh, oh shit! Man. Oh shit! I don't know, man. It'll be tight. Toy, 30 toy. seconds. Toy. 30 seconds out. Uh oh. 30 second warning. Up in the clock. In the Ooh. corner. Up on the clock. Uh-huh. Time is running out. This was about me. The greatest ending to a script ever. <laughs> Who wrote it? Who wrote it? I did. What the fuck you tie and I win. Hot pockets and honey buns. Your view is right. The Bible tells us that. Congratulations! Sudden death! 67% of the vote, ladies and gentlemen. Survey says! Joy Behar is the winner of Battle of the Douchebags, number six. The champion is. Oh, Behar. Joy Behar. 
Do you think that I'm going to take fashion advice from a drag queen? Well, honey, <laughs> my sister, you better take, listen, Joy, you better take it from somebody. There's RuPaul grilling Joy Bay. Nice. <laughs> RuPaul's so funny, dude. Yeah. Even RuPaul thinks she dresses like shit. Uh, <laughs> I also got uh, Matt Gates grilling uh, Joy Behar here. Or actually just more just grilling the view. Speaking about him, they think he's very thin-skinned, but that's another story. Well, I mean, this is the view, aren't we all? <laughs> I no. have another question for you. No, uh, not. See, the best part of that wasn't Matt Gates calling the, everyone on the view thin-skinned. It was Joy's reaction going, no. No, we're not. <laughs> no, I'm not that scanned. That's really mean of you to say that. This Why would you say that? Wow. I have no. another question for you. No, we're uh, not. No, we're not. That laugh. <laughs> the little giggle she does after he says that. Well, that wasn't Joy laughing. That uh, was, uh, that might have been Whoopi or something, but because Joy goes, no, no, we're not. <laughs> somebody does oh, a little you weasel dumb laugh. Oh, you uh, dumb bitch. Oh, you dumb bitch. All right. Well, the chat seems to agree. She deserved it. We're all happy for her. She's a douchebag. You're a cunt. All right. Well, with that being said, boo. Well, Evish, <laughs> thank you for, joining for another thrilling battle with douchebags. You got behind the scenes yeah. tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. We've got a behind the schemes tomorrow night at uh, seven thirty uh, Western Pacific or whatever nine thirty Central, ten thirty Eastern. Badradio dot live. And of course, That's Charlie. Right. Uh, the links to find his books and his website and his podcast Macroaggressions will be linked in the show notes. What do you got coming up soon, Charlie? Anything crazy? I got Tommy Chong coming on. No shit, really? Ooh, really? Yeah. That's <laughs> cool. talk about prison reform. We're going to talk about Hollywood going woke and all that good stuff. Macroaggressions twice a week, once on a Wednesday, once on Sunday. I do a monologue episode and an interview. You can find me in audio format wherever podcasts are available, in video format on band.video, Odyssey, Rockfin, and Iconic. Follow me on Twitter, at Macroaggression. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. This was so much fun. This was the best. Thanks, Charlie. <laughs> this is awesome. And if you haven't read, yeah, read The Octopus of Global Control. Please do. Do it. Yeah, I, I recommend that to anybody not only trying to dip their toes into all the conspiracies they've been missing out on, but uh, it's a good red pill to give to a family member that might be you know, open to. For sure. Yeah. I got a best. copy of it here. It's on my shelf in the other room. Right on. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you, Charlie. And thank you to all the uh, listeners. Thanks again to Sir Vito and uh, his alter ego, DC. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to check my spam folder and see why I'm not twice. getting his emails. <laughs> he did. He donated, uh, donated twice. That's why I didn't, and under different alter egos. So I didn't even know he was the same guy. Crazy. Um, but yeah, thank you again, Bim- Sir Bimrose. Thank you, Adam and John. And everybody that um, called in, voted. Yeah. Yeah, especially the people that that voted. That's what makes it fun and exhilarating. And thanks to Mm -hmm. Joy Behar for just being a big old sloppy cunt all the time. (laughs) Douchebag. 
fuck. All right. Thank you again, guys. Thank you, everybody. Wow! Incredible! There is no God. No God, no God, no God, no God. I'm serious. You understand? I, I really need to understand how you do what you do. <laughs> Thank you for your courage. I'm a literal podcaster. She's saying literal or little podcaster. I'm mean, like, well, what did her do? That was so bad. <laughs> I am a little podcaster. Oh. <laughs> little podcaster. Oh, okay. Little podcaster. What the fuck are you, a cop? <laughs> what a ghoul! <laughs> uh, okay, I, I promised. I promised. I would. Uh, let Lavish hear this beauty that Chris Spanky Hughes made uh, with Mid- Midnight Mike, I think was the audio engineer on this. Kaitel's Lament. What is this? This is Spanky. Oh, it's the best. Yeah, you've heard it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a it's so funny. About Harvey it's Keitel. a great song, too. Fantastic. Yeah. Here we go. Spanky Kaitel's Lament. done so many bad things I made underage girls watch me whack off on the side of the road done so many bad things I strung out Jody Foster and I pimped her out to old men
He humanized Harvey Keitel in a way that most people just cannot do. And it's just like the opening yeah. line to that song, especially before you know it's about Harvey Keitel. It's like it's like a, the craziest I, way to start a song. I've done so many I bad know. things. And it's so I made catchy. underage girls Great watch song. me whack off on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That little, like, I remember the first time I heard Mike play that, I was like, wait, what? I, did, I didn't understand the Keitel part. I was yeah. like, what are we listening to? I, what are we talking about? When it, the part where I realized it was Kaitel is when he says, uh, "Yeah, the, I didn't even get it at the Jodie Foster part." The part where it connected in my mind that it was Kaitel is when he says, "You're gonna be okay." Say the goddamn fucking words. I was like, "Oh, okay." And then it started to fit, fall into place. But yeah. Anyway, mm, yeah, blowtorch is in the chat. What's up, blowtorch? It's not cool to well, be named that... Harvey these days, you know. No. Um. Yeah. Well, anyway, guys, I think uh, I think we did it. I think we're I think we're good. Right on. Right Are we on. clear of the DNA stream? Uh, yeah. I think we're I think we'll okay. return you to your regularly scheduled programming, and uh, I'll put these uh, I'll play these clips in post over on the uh, Abs in a Six Pack stream. If anybody wants to hear the post clips, go to podtard.com. <laughs> or shitmyass.com. Shitmyass.com, but if you want to hear the live stream, go to podtard.com. Just uh, take me podtard. a couple seconds to switch com. the transmissions over. But uh, yes, good night, and thank you for your courage in the morning and all that. Thank you for your courage. Good night and good luck. Thanks again to Nestworks Godspeed. for the God tier on the fly art. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> Nestwork. You're a son nice. of a bitch, man. Thank you, man. <laughs> all right, I'll see you guys. See you, stream. Absolutely incredible. Yes, we asked Joy for an elite wish list for guests on her birthday show, and the only one you yeah. wanted is joining us right now. Oh my gosh! Please welcome from Conan, as well as his own Emmy-nominated Hulu special, Triumph the Insult Comic. Go ahead. Oh, yes. Okay. Thank you, bitches, for not talking too long. <laughs> no, I, by the way, no, it was nice down there, actually. That was me. <laughs> I'm pregnant me. now. That was me humping your leg. Oh. I kind of like it down here. <laughs> what? I'm taking a little time to enjoy the view. <laughs> Don't take too much time down there. <laughs> okay, I'm back. All right. I've got all these jokes. Oh, my God. 
Joy, someone else is down there. Don't bite me. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein's down oh, here. <laughs> I'll never work in this business again. <laughs> oh, I kid, Harvey, it's okay, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's okay, but, no. you know, comedians have to make jokes, right? Yeah. Harvey, you just have to wait it out, okay? That's how it works. I mean, sexual harassment with a powerful man, those the jokes are going to happen. You just, you know, weather it. In a couple of weeks, it'll blow over. And before you know it, you'll be president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay, but now I have to make fun of you. Be Nobody careful. wants to make fun My of you. My birthday, go Joy, for it. Joy, you look beautiful. You oh, look beautiful. Wait, you dropped your cigar here. That's how it works. Oh, That's I'm the sorry. act. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Go ahead. Joy. Go ahead. No, you do. You, you look beautiful. You have a certain lunch lady who won the lottery. <laughs> That's gorgeous. And look. Look at this. Look at this beautiful skin. <laughs> Look how soft. I can't believe how soft her skin still is. It's as soft as your interview with Hillary Clinton. Oh. <laughs> no, you have so much going on, Joy. You're getting better. You have that gas bag book, right? Yes. About Donald Trump. Oh, right. Trump is going to hate your book so much when somebody finally reads it to him. <laughs> now, let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. You hate Trump, but you also went to his wedding? I mean, who are you, Melania? <laughs> I went to his other wedding. I know, I okay. know. It's a joke. <laughs> now, your other hero, other than me, Bernie Sanders. Yes, uh, I love Bernie. You know, you actually... Uh, he, he wanted to be here today. He did? Yeah, but unfortunately, he was out having his suit unpressed. <laughs> Where's that dog named Bernie? I want to stoop him. <laughs> I want to do the same thing to the dog Bernie that the DNC did to Bernie. Oh. oh. <laughs> Look at a dirty dog. Okay, let's talk about Joy's career. Now, Joy, here's another one you're going to boo. <laughs> Joy, Joy hasn't been in many movies, but her breasts have won two SAG awards. <laughs> Good one. Right. That's right. Okay. All right. They like the place I'm moves. okay. I like that. Hey, they're no, beautiful, though. Beautiful. Been, they're beautiful. She's <laughs> been in a lot of movies. She was in, uh, what was that one with Jason Sudeikis? House, what? I don't know. You don't remember? <laughs> I don't remember. Okay, Hall well, pass? Mo mo you Hall were in pass. Hall pass. Hall pass, and you were in the, uh, that Manhattan murder, murder mystery. mystery. yeah. And you were just in uh, Woody Allen's TV show, Crisis in Six Scenes yeah, on Amazon. Yeah, not good. No. <laughs> that was the show. That show was so bad, even Mia Farrow called it the single worst thing Woody's ever done. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I want to thank you. We're done. We're done with this bit. Douchebag. About him, they think he's very thin-skinned, but that's another story. Well, I mean, this is the view, aren't we all? <laughs> I no. have another question for you. No, uh, not. I study a lot of the sex habits of animals. <laughs> yes. she, she <laughs> really does. Uh, the male uh, a rhino mates 
uh, has 30 days of foreplay. Yes. So that's, that's my kind of animal. Listen to this. The bonobo, right. which is a kind of a yeah, monkey. It's a monkey, bonobo. A bonobo, right, that's it. That's how you say it, a bonobo? bonobo. Oh, okay. They are the only species that have face-to-face kissing. They and? do French kissing yes. and, wait for it, oral sex. Okay. Hello? I mean, these animals are fascinating. What, what has the been? elephant has a... <laughs> Amazing. Up to 66 pounds and three feet long. That they, they can rest on them oh, like a God, leg or use them to That's scratch. That's a human size. They can use them to scratch hard to reach places. Yeah. Like a back scratcher. Yeah. Picture that. Look at, look at Megan. Anything about sex, Megan turns purple. No, it's Even not, if it's an animal. Uh, it's not that. It's like, I'm not, I mean, elephant. I mean, wasn't you know. it fun to say? Wasn't it that, fun to say? This it, is the beauty. It was a lot of fun listen, to say. Listen, listen, I watch, you know, I watch C-SPAN, man. But oh, wait, whatever gets you going, going Joy. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. One, okay, this is the antikinus. Yes. It's a marsupial that, this is so great, that has sex until it dies. The last few weeks of life, they have sex for up to 14 hours at a lifetime, over and over and over again, until their bodies break down and they die. That's the way to go. That's the way to die. It's brilliant. Come on, you learned something. Yeah, no, I'm. This is thrilling. I mean, I, 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 fascinating. You got amazing. So we'll be right back. As you can see, Joy Bear is back <laughs> at the table, but she has a warning, and I think you should all listen up because it's important. Go ahead, Joy. No. <laughs> Well, um, why I was out. Why were you out? Because Saturday uh, night, on my way to the event for, at the retreat, I stabbed myself in the hand with a knife. I was trying to s- desperately eat something, so I was trying to open up an avocado. And I stuck the knife into the pit to get it out. Steve says, why don't you use a spoon? All right. And I stabbed myself. Well, I never had pain quite so intense. It was awful. But the reason yeah, I'm telling this right to you, mm-hmm. I always, first of all, I fall. I'm very accident Steve right. says I'm an auto-terrorist. Like, <laughs> I do it to myself. <laughs> but apparently there is a syndrome called avocado hands. Yes. It's yes, I know. It's, it's sounds real. Fun. It's real. And the doctor said, oh, we get this all the time. Yeah. And bagels also. So anytime you're holding uh, the item and you try to cut it, you can you get this. You can risk yeah. bagel. So hands. what happened was, uh, the, I guess there must have been an infection. They put me in the hospital overnight. Yes. Every six hours, I'm on a drip, antibiotic drip, etc. And now I'm, I'm better. My finger was like, I said, doctor, I need this finger. <laughs> Because you can lose it, by the way. Whenever you find yourself cutting something where this is the something and this is the knife, it's probably just a dangerous approach. But we do have, we thought this might help you too. I got you a safety glove. Because, girl, I would not, in a little avocado. Oh, that's very nice of you. I think it should go through. I was thinking instead of this, I'm going to leave the dicing to Rachel Ray, and I'm only going to buy ready-made guacamole. Well, yeah. That's it. Yes. Thank you. I was yes. shocked when I texted you, yes. and you were in the hospital. Yeah, in the I hospital. was shocked. And, yeah. and Meryl Streep apparently had this too. Oh, a so lot I'm of people listen. Company. People always make this mistake because people think, oh, I can open things like this and I'll hold it, yes. or I can take the top off and then I'm going to get the. No. This movement is never this good. This movement no. with Not a with knife. knife. <laughs> a and it's your hand. Underneath, yeah, it's just stupid. You know, just assume you know what can happen. 
Yeah. Poop can happen. Well, yeah. if you don't take that, take scoop it out with a spoon. Yeah. Nobody's going to know you're using a spoon. Famous last words said, Steve. Right. Okay. Use a spoon. Yeah. Use a spoon. Yeah. Now, speaking of history being made. <laughs> Jaden Martell, who plays Jacob, first of all, he's just like insanely kind and so smart and also such a cool kid. I've been like going to premieres and like seeing him of the and going to like different press things and he always shows up and he just like looks like he stepped off the cover of a magazine. He's always wearing like the coolest stuff. I think Jaden actually wins the sweater game here with this uh, with the pink shirt and the and the lines. It's just it it all lines up. I just heard two things. my will and then there was again always looking for ways composition wise to get more than one actor depth wise into the frame so you have a couple things you have Blanc who is absorbing all this you've got Marta who is watching Blanc because she's very nervous she's trying to at this point in the story kind of fool him and then deep background you've got Noah Segan which is always fun to have Noah Segan in the frame and then Harlan looking over it all as the portrait a little technical thing. When we started shooting the movie, we didn't have the painting. It wasn't done yet. We had done a bunch of revisions to it, and we just didn't have artwork that we were happy with yet. So when we actually shot this, and every single shot that you see in the movie that has the painting in it was a green screen. We just had green inside the frame. And we had some amazing effects guys who went in there and comped. We took like a high, high quality photo of the painting, and they comped it in for every shot. Not crazy. <laughs> also, Daniel Craig wasn't there for the entire shoot. He just did all of his stuff on the green screen stage in one day. No, it's not true. Daniel was so dialed in. It's funny then, the scene he's not talking at all, because I'm about to talk about the, like, the last 30 minutes of the movie where he just talks the entire time. And Daniel showed up for, to shoot those like last 30 pages and had the whole thing memorized like it was a stage play. He just had it down he could have done i ended up like throwing out all my little shots and going for longer and longer takes so that i could just let give him runway so that he could just keep going because he had it down and the longer you gave him the better it the better it got you know a lot of people l listen uh there have been some people who had some objections to some of the powers that you showed with the force in the movie that wasn't me but uh <laughs> But the truth is that you didn't do this in a vacuum. You wrote a script that you showed Kathleen Kennedy and you showed the people at Lucasfilm and the story group. And there's a big group of people that sign off on the idea and what you're going to do. It's not like you in a vacuum saying, I'm doing this. You know what I mean? So can you sort of talk about the collaboration with Lucasfilm and with the key people that where you're pitching your ideas and getting feedback? It was a very collaborative process and that's, and I wanted it to be, you know, that was kind of the, the whole reason I, I moved up to San Francisco for a few months while I was coming up with the story. Um, I mean, I really, you know, I love Kathy. I really fell in love with, um, Kiri Hart and Pablo and all the folks in the story group up at Lucasfilm, they are just the smartest, coolest people whose hearts are so in the right place for all this stuff. So, I mean, when I moved up there, I, I wanted to come in. I would come in a few times a week. I would just dump everything that I was thinking of on the table with these guys, and we would try and be really just thoughtful in terms of working through it all. And, um, I mean, the truth is, more than anything, more than holding me back, they 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 were 
give it they gave me permission i guess to try stuff that i might have otherwise self edited out of out of fear they were really like i don't know they were they were they were just wonderful creative collaborators i guess but yeah it is it's a very collaborative and an incredibly thoughtful process every single thing that's in the movie there's all of us just you know um we 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 give a lot of thought as to, especially the big stuff i mean you know we grew up with the stuff we we love it dearly it means a lot to all of us obviously and so you know we want to get it right two more women are coming forward today claiming actor steven seagal sexually assaulted them he closed the door and approached me from behind he started kissing my neck and taking off my clothes i was in shock Regina Simons broke down as she accused Seagal of raping her 25 years ago when she was 18 and working as an extra on his film On Deadly Ground. She says she was invited to what she thought was a rap party at Seagal's house to celebrate the end of filming. But when she got there, she claimed she was the only guest. I was not sexually active, nor had I ever been naked in front of a man before. I froze. Simons claims after Seagal raped her, he had the nerve to offer her money. He put his hand on the door and asked me if I needed any money. I said no and ran for the door. Fabiola Davis was 17, a minor, when she went to Seagal's hotel room in Beverly Hills for an audition. Stephen approached me and said that he would like to act out a romantic scene to get a sense of our chemistry. I felt uncomfortable because I was in my bikini and I shyly expressed this. However, instead of respecting my boundaries, Stephen slipped his hand underneath my bikini top. Several other women have accused Seagal of inappropriate behavior, including Juliana Margulies, Jenny McCarthy, Portia de Rossi, and Inside Edition's Lisa Guerrero when she was an aspiring actress. The second that he touched me, I did scream that this, is, this audition was finished. And I was very surprised. Um, he repeated calmly, this audition is finished, and just sat there as if nothing had happened. The two latest accusers took part in a press conference at their lawyer, Lisa Bloom's office. They are not suing. They say they just want their stories told. Listen carefully, Mr. Seagal. Some things are more important than money. Steven Seagal has denied all allegations of sexual misconduct in the past. He did not respond to our request for comment on the latest accusers. No, it's all right. Oh, girl, it's all right. We have a guest speaker today who will challenge our perceptions of physical beauty. So please welcome action star and hero, Steven Seagal. You got a problem with me? I'm your worst nightmare. I have no fear of death. More important, I don't fear life. I'm a big action movie star, and people are... Pretty stoked on me. 
And then I put a picture of myself up on the internet, and I had my shirt off, and I said, do you think I'm ripped? And some people commented saying I didn't look ripped, that I was fat, and they called me Steven Saboom Boom. And so I put another picture on the internet, and I thought people would be stoked on me, but they said I looked like a fat turd, and they said I wasn't buff. <laughs> Body shaming isn't cool, and if pe people shame you on the internet, you have to make sure that you stay, you stay strong and tell everyone you're proud of how you look, like this. All the, all the same cliche shit they said when we were kids, they now say as adults, right? They're like, oh, you know, you, you, know, you watch too much TV, it'll rot your mind, or you can't learn anything from television. But that's not true. You can learn a lot from television. For instance, without television, I would have no idea that Steven Seagal is out of his fucking mind. <laughs> or alive. I also didn't know that. <laughs> he has a show. It's not a scripted show. It follows around the real Steven Seagal, and every episode begins with him looking in the camera and saying, I don't know if you knew this or not, but for the last 20 years, I've been a cop. And you're like, what did you just say? I thought you'd been making shitty movies for the last 20 years. What are you talking about? You watch the show, he has the most unlikable quality in a human being, which is that he is an expert in everything. Literally, if a dog walks by, he's like, that's a Shih Tzu boxer hound mix right there. And they're like, how do you know that? He's like, I've been working with dogs for like 35 years. <laughs> then a helicopter flies by, and he's like, that's a HUB 106. And they're like, how do you know that? And he's like, I've been flying helicopters for like 47 years. Then he does the thing, though, that everybody does who knows something about everything. Everybody has a friend, no matter what you're doing. They know the history of it all. They know every topic, every fucking fact. If you're eating dinner, they're like, you know, forks are from the Roman times, and they would sculpt them out of bark. And you're like, will you shut the fuck up and let me finish this, please? <laughs> Seagal will do that, too, but you know he's making it up. He'll be like, you know, they also call that helicopter a skippy. And they're like, why? He goes, listen to it. Skip, 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 skip. That's bullshit. You made that shit up. No, seriously. It just blows my mind. It really does. That everybody in this room, everybody has this real world possibility in their lives. All of us. We could go tonight, if we wanted to, tonight. You could go to Louisiana. You could start a fight in a bar and there is a real world possibility that Steven Seagal <laughs> will arrest you. Isn't that insane to you? I've lost sleep over this shit. I mean, that's crazy. That's literally like if you leave here and you roll through a stop sign and then Sylvester Stallone is like, hey, roll it down. And you're like, get the fuck out of here. You work here? He's like, it's my passion, yeah. Will you say Adrian or something? Nah. It's nuts. You have to watch this show. He, 
He panders to every group according to race, knowing full well there's a camera crew following him around. He doesn't give a shit. If you're white, he's like, how's it going? All right. (laughs) And then to black people, he's like, what's up, cuz? And they're like, hey, what's up? I'm holding you down, so holla if you need something. Okay. And then to all Latino, Spanish-speaking people, he insists on speaking horrifically broken Spanish, even if they start the conversation in English. If they're like, hey, yeah, I called 911, thank you for coming. The thing is, he's like, ah, hola. Mucho queso. He's like, I think my English is way better than your Spanish, man. And he's like, no, gracias. No. And then to all Asian people, he bows, regardless of where he meets them. If you're Asian and you cross Steven Seagal's path, he's like, eh. And you sit and they go, hey, I was born here, you dick. Like, you don't have to do that. And he's like, sorry, I've been doing martial arts for like 85 years. (laughs) He trains other cops in hand-to-hand combat. I think that's infuriating. For those cops. It's not like we're hanging out. We're like, hey, man, do you want to do like a couple shots and then go down the street? Uh, Steven Seagal is teaching people how to throw punches. And we're like, okay. <laughs> no. It's you're a cop and you show up at work and they're like, we're going to go over hand-to-hand combat today so you can protect yourself if you're in a really dangerous situation. You're like, oh, cool. Who'd you bring in to teach us? Like some Navy SEALs or Green Berets? And they go, uh, no. Uh, we brought in Steven Seagal. <laughs> And you're like, are we shooting a fucking movie this week or something? Like, Mm-mm. Okay, I'll pass, because that's ridiculous. I don't want to be a part of that. That's literally like if you were like at NASA, and they're like, all right, future astronauts, uh, we're going to go over space exploration, and to get us started, why don't you welcome uh, Captain Kirk? Come on out, man. And you're like, is he qualified to do this? And they're like, oh, you've seen him do all that shit. Yeah, he knows what he's talking about, man. He's been up there. They show him teaching people how to fight. It's horrible. He's bloated now. He doesn't have the same range of motion. He's like, everybody line up. If somebody, if somebody throws a punch, you can, you can block it like that. And then, and then you can kick him in the throat like that. Are you kicking a child in the throat right now? Some people throw it down there. I like Havarti cheese the most. What's your favorite? Jokes about you it, like some? during the Oscars, and I don't know. Was I just, there, is there a third pizza? You're so not good about this. Okay, I, let's go I to just your stupid. Make sure that I don't got like pizza. this segment. Just for the record, fan advice is a stupid segment. Why? We can do it. It's so dumb. What's the point? Uh, to give advice to our fans. But that's like when people run out of ideas and they start doing Q and A. It's such a dumb segment. It's so not. It's, it's like fun. we have well, nothing sometimes... to fill the time. Okay. Well, what you want to talk more about? Uh-uh. What Brokeback Mountain, a movie from fucking like it's ten just, years to me, ago? It's like a lazy podcast. A lazy podcast. You don't do anything for it. You just show up. We do all the work. Oh my god. Yeah. Right. How am I wrong? I always contribute. You never have like. You just recycle H3 content on frenemies. You're saying I do all the work, but I'm telling you I don't like all the stuff you do. I'm just kind of go with it because I'm like, okay, I guess this is what you want to do. But I have to start saying no because some things are just not good ideas. But Why are you attacking me? You asked me. You said tell me. And I'm telling you, like, just because you guys come I up with what? everything doesn't mean it's good. It's recycled. If you have ideas, I'm all ears. I watch H3 Live and we talk about the same thing. And I'm happy to talk about it. It's not always like that. It's happened before. I agree. It's happened a 
not. <laughs> it didn't happen last time, did it? The title was like pregnancy announcement, which is I'm happy to talk about the pregnancy. We but talked a lot about the pregnancy. It's not an announcement. You weren't announcing it. <laughs> Sometimes I forget what I've talked about. Honestly. But you're saying you have all this crew that does all this work for you and nobody could remember that you talked about that two days prior. I agree. Somebody should have said something. Mm. But I feel like you're so angry about this. I'm literally not, but it's so funny. Are. I'm not. I'm angry when you Don't, say stuff. You need to admit when you're angry. Ethan, I promise you, this is this is really as gaslighting. I go to a lot of therapy right now and this really is. When I say I'm not angry, I'm not. I'm not angry. If I was angry, I would like leave or something, but I'm not. But you tell but me I'm angry. you're upset or something. You're not I'm upset not. or angry. Okay, okay. Right. But it is, it is like frustrating when you think you do all this work and like think, oh, we're doing all this great stuff. And it's like, it's not that great sometimes. A lot of it is. And I like appreciate all the work you do and stuff like that. But it's also like not that great. I don't get input on like people we hire, like all this stuff like that. I don't get people I don't. we hire. Why would I ask you about people I hire? Because it's frenemies and you take the budget for paying the crew. That's what you told me. We are producing the show and I'm taking a cut. I feel like that's to- beyond reasonable. All beyond the highlights. reasonable. 5%. Yes. 5%. Do you realize how much 5% was of our last one? That should be enough. I giving it's you crazy. 50% of all the members even though we work and do all of the work you don't think five percent is like enough for the five percent and the highlights was what we agreed to at the beginning and that's what it is oh my god okay if you think that's what it's worth okay it's worth more than that to be all honest right with you. i feel like the deal you get is super okay. fair and i feel like you're gaslighting me to be honest saying that you're not like frustrated about but that. i'm not that's gaslighting not is, is telling someone how they feel and you're telling me how i feel and i'm telling you i don't feel frustrated or upset how is that gaslighting you i'm not feeling this way okay i wouldn't show up i wouldn't come here you can be upset and still show but up i'm that's not upset quiet. and that's okay. what gaslighting is because you're okay. saying I'm gaslighting I'm you gaslighting by saying you. you're not upset you're perfectly oh, wow. you're in a perfect condition right now holy cow that's crazy I just don't see what you just did that's that's really what crazy. did I do I need we I, we have to end it now like really <laughs> what did I do we gotta stop for real but, even, okay. even what you right. just said was you're right Trisha everything's fine that's insane like the fact that you did that to me is like it's insane. not insane I shouldn't have to walk on eggshells around everything okay. I say all right Ethan we I'm have asking a, to end this I'm asking you can you. leave anytime Trisha one of the things that got me about this whole thing was people trying to blame Trump for it. And I know this is controversial, but I, I, I don't blame Trump. I think in many ways, Trump is similar to climate change in that I don't think you can pin any one storm directly on climate change, but you've got to admit that climate change has an effect on increasing the probability of these storms. And I feel like Trump is the same thing. I don't think he's the cause of any of these things, but he does in some way raise the temperature enough that we'll see more of these things happening. What I have started realizing, and it's a scary thought, is that I disagree with people who say Donald Trump inspired this shooter in New Zealand. For me, I feel like Donald Trump is inspired by the same things as the shooter in New Zealand. They're products of the same white supremacy. They believe the same things. You know, Donald Trump will, and his people will run around always saying, oh, he's not a white supremacist. Yeah, but all white supremacists think he's a white supremacist. You know? Well, I'm just saying, if, if Beyonce and Justin Timberlake think I'm a great dancer, then... <laughs> I'm a great dancer. I mean, it's weird to say that I'm not. But he really is, he's a product of that. And that's scary because, you know, when you think that he's the figurehead, it makes it almost easier. You just go, if you just get rid of him, then the problem is gone. But I honestly believe that Donald Trump is a product of white supremacy. He's a product of that fear that has been instilled in many white men in America and in and around the world who have been led to believe that they're constantly under assault and that they're being replaced and their place in this world is, is at risk. You know, believe they're being replaced by black people, Mexican people, Jewish people, whoever they're being told. But they gen- it, is a, it is like a, it's a weird fear. It's a weird, it's a weird feeling that they have. They believe they're losing even though they're winning. And it's hard for many of them to see because 
they're all winning. But like in America, people would always argue, yeah, but you look at how jobs have declined. But look at this guy. He's in one of the best countries in the world to live in. So what is his argument? Genuinely, what is his argument? You start to realize that it, it isn't only economic anxiety. There's a larger narrative that's being spread online to a lot of white men in a very similar style that ISIS spreads its message and that is that, hey, this is your true destiny, this is what's happening to you, you should be afraid, and this is how you can fight back. And I think Donald Trump is as inspired by that message as the shooter was. That's why he needs his Janine Piros on TV to help him figure out how he feels about things. That's why he's so stressed when they're not on the air. <laughs> think so. Baby needs his biddy. People who don't want to get vaccinated are not a homogeneous group. They have different reasons why they don't want to get vaccinated. Some of them just need more information. Some of them have understandable suspicions about how quickly things were done. And some just need a little coaxing. But there are some, and I believe it's a substantial proportion of the remainder. There are about 75 million people who are eligible to be vaccinated who have not gotten vaccinated. Many of them are really almost for ideological reasons because it's no accident when you look at the under-vaccinated states and those places where you're having surges of virus more so than in any other part of the country, it's very heavily weighted towards red states as opposed to blue states. And that really shouldn't be, Trevor. It should not be. This is a public health issue. And as you said very appropriately a moment ago, the common enemy is the virus. There shouldn't be the divisiveness that we're seeing. Uh, we're trying our best to convince people, but you reach a certain point where you almost hit a wall that you're not going to get to a certain group of people. And that's where mandates come in. I mean, no one likes to mandate people to do things that they may not want to do. But sometimes for the greater good of society, you have to do that. You know, the same thing like seatbelts and right. things like right. that that we do. Right. You, you have to do it. There is no denying that Saudi Arabia isn't playing ball with Joe Biden. And you know what? You can say what you want, but this would have never happened to Donald Trump. Never. No one was ever ignoring Donald Trump's calls. Yeah, because if you ignored Donald Trump's calls, you didn't know how he would respond. Maybe he'd send an angry tweet. Or maybe he'd just like ban your country from everything. You don't know. That's why I bet in these situations, Biden actually wishes that he could hire Trump to step in as president wildcard. You know, just keep everyone on their toes. Because if Trump was calling, you best believe the UAE, they'll be racing to pick up the phone. Ah, Mr. Trump, Mr. Trump, we're here. We're here. Hello? Too late, Ahmed. You made me wait two rings. We're bombing the UAE and the UFC, just in case. While I have a certain sympathy for people who pretend for a living and will be anything you want them to be for a paycheck, I'm pretty sure there's a name for that kind of thing. What makes Penn even worse is he really seems to be a true believer. A self-important actor-activist who seems to lack a sense of humour or awareness has travelled to every pseudo-socialist shithole trying to give credibility to wannabe dictators. It reads like a who's who of crackpot South American strongmen. Raul and Fidel Castro, Hugo Chavez and Nicolas Maduro, there doesn't seem to be any anti-West leaders he won't put his arm around for a photo op. He even met up with officials from Saddam Hussein's regime, and his bizarre interview with El Chapo was widely ridiculed for showing him up as the useful idiot he is. 
Unfortunately, he doesn't seem to have learned his lesson, and he's still singing the praises of dangerous left-wing presidents. Penn is no titan of the acting world. In fact, some of his performances are embarrassingly bad. He only has a mediocre talent for acting, but he does have charisma. And there's nothing worse than a charismatic man with bad ideas. See Manson, Jim Jones, or Che Guevara. It all starts in fun and games, but usually ends up with a lot of people dead. Alright, this one's on you, dude. Oh, who's got the Buku Dolores today? Uno Dinero. What have you got, Mr. Buckman? I got a cigarette. I got Uno Nicolette. <laughs> hey! You guys had shirts on when you came in here. Well, something happened to him, man. <laughs> Come on, Spicoli, just put the shirts back on. You see that sign? No shirt, no shoes, no dice. <laughs> All right. This guy's been stoned since the third grade. Yes? Yeah, I'm registered in this class. What class? This is U.S. history. See the globe right there. Really? Hey. <laughs> May I come in? Oh, please. I get so lonely when I hear that third attendance bell oh, ring and all my kids are not here. Sorry I'm late. It's just like this new schedule is totally confusing. Yeah, I know that, dude. Mr. Spicoli. That's the name they gave me. You're ripping my car. Yeah. Hey, bud, what's your problem? No problem at all. I think you know where the front office is. You dick! Wait a minute, there's no birthday party for me here. <laughs> oh, Mr. Han. What's the reason for your truancy? Just couldn't make it on time. You mean you couldn't or you wouldn't? It was like a full crowd scene at the food lines. Food will be eaten on your time. Why are you continuously late for this class, Mr. Spicoli? Why do you shamelessly waste my time like this? I don't know. <laughs> Mr. Han, will I pass this class? Gee, Mr. Spicoli, I don't know. That's nice. I really like that. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to leave your words on this board for all my classes to enjoy. Giving you full credit, of course, Mr. Spicoli. All right. Everybody go check out fucking Abs in a Six Pack. Your call has you been forwarded like to Hold on. One second. If you guys like podcasts and you like conspiracy theories and you like fucking fun prank phone calls to fucking CVS's as an old man telling them that they need to get five 
vaccinations right now so they could go to Krispy Kreme Donuts and cash them in for free donuts. That's the kind of shit that they're doing over there at fucking... Uh, over there at abs in a six pack and it fucking rules uh go listen to abs in a six pack uh you can find it at shitmyass.com i'm serious go to shitmyass.com to listen to abs in a six pack abs in a six pack a b s n a six the number p a c k dot com Everybody go check out Abs in a Six Pack at shitmyass.com. Shitmyass.com. I think I'm pretty sure that's the right URL. Yeah. Shitmyass.com. They do great interviews. Show's great. Please leave your message for. Yeah, but between two ferns does interviews that are like silly and like they're a big budget show. This is a guy doing a show where he talks to like some very important people. Please leave your message for... Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and I just watched that podcast, Abe and a Six Pack, and it was the worst. It was the worst shit I've ever watched. It just shows anybody can have a podcast, and uh, even by those standards of anyone having a podcast, uh, this one was shit. It's like, uh, it's stupid, it's boring, it's a waste of time. And, uh, you know, there are two-year-olds with podcasts that are more worthwhile listening to than that. It, it's just, uh, don't waste your time. Really, really avoid it like the plague.